You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese dough are super fresh. We're in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Nerd Rage Radio, episode 10, with your host, Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. Dude, what's going on? What is up? Big double digits for Nerd Dude. Rage Radio. You just went like crazy little robot action there for a second. Yeah. Must be the end yeah, like, but it, it sounded like it was like on purpose, like you had a robot button that you pushed. It was, I just pushed it. I'll never push it again, though, unless I want to. Then I'll tell you I did afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you want to hear something embarrassing? Of course. All right. So, I it's not that embarrassing, but it's just kind of funny. Ugh. So, I woke up this morning. Oh, I'm so sorry to disappoint you, sir. <laughs> yeah. I woke up this morning. I got my cup of coffee ready. Like, I got up like at 6 o'clock, even though I got to work fucking mad late tonight. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the kids are still sleeping. I can sneak downstairs. And I get my slippers on and my socks on. I'm like, all right, get ready to watch the episode of Jessica Jones. Get that shit ready. Oh, it's Friday. And it does come. Yeah, because it's Friday. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. today for whatever fucking reason, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Tuesday's right, right? Tuesday's. It's Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday's I was Wednesday. Gonna, I didn't I I work. watch it last night. Uh, oh, you thought the same thing? Yeah, but I just did a quick uh, Google. What, was it originally the 18th and they changed it to the 20th? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was whatever Tuesday was just because stuff comes out on Tuesdays. Do you know what I mean? But maybe, but uh, that's, I, maybe. I knew it was like somewhere around the late teens and I just figured Tuesday was a good as guess as any. So I, I did a quick Google and I was like, stand down, all units stand down. So I tried to watch yeah. Noah instead. Um, Noah. Yeah. Noah as in, oh, as in Dr. Noah body. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man dude. There's these rock monsters in it that are badass. <laughs> Dude, well, like, did, Dude, wasn't that crazy? I, I I didn't make it all the way through. I fell asleep. I was exhausted. And I'm... That was horrible. Such a bad movie. Did you watch it? Wait. Oh yeah, unfortunately. Dude, rock monsters, digging it. Um, yeah. The the well, how far did you get with the rock monsters? Uh, I am. They the animals just started showing up for the old voyage. Oh, you're you're you you got fucking four more hours of that shit. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, so it's like, all right, it is not a bad movie, but I do not feel it's a movie about Noah's Ark. I feel it's like this sci-fi movie from another world, a creation story from another world. It's fucking weird. It's a weird, weird movie. You know? Yeah, I kind of dug um, it. Like what I what I saw of it, I kind of dug. I, I agree with you. But I, I yeah. also knew, like people, like uh, some people, one, one of the individuals in particular that I, that I work with is like, uh, he's like he's a he's a very born again type of fellow, which is fine, um, and he's he's like the perfect kind of like super born again Christian, where like he will talk to you about it till you're blue in the face as long as you ask him. Yep. Yeah. You know, like he, nothing wrong with that. Yep. Exactly. Um, super awesome guy. Like the, the, you know, evangelists should use him as an example. But mm-hmm. he, he was like, uh, he told me prior to, he was like, look, just, you know, it's, it's not a very, it's, 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 it's like biblical in spirit, but not in content. 
Um, yeah, I think that's fair. So that's fair. So I was I was kind of I was kind of aware of what I was getting into. Um, yeah. But uh, I had no idea. I was like, "What the fuck are these rock monsters?" Yeah, I was like, "Dude, these rock monsters are awesome. This, this they should have had this in the Bible." Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't recall. I don't remember that part. No, I, don't I didn't like know. I haven't, I haven't. I haven't sat and read the Bible from start to finish. So yeah. I have, but it's been a long time. Good for you. Don't yeah. brag about it. Um, no, not me. Um, I wouldn't say that I read it three times. I wouldn't say that. No, <laughs> would. Um, but anyway, uh, speaking of now, now I feel like I'm on a religious movie kick. Uh, kick. So just just in sake of conversation, right here, the uh, I I saw. Did you see the movie where they like uh, the whitewashed Egyptian movie? <laughs> was it, um, what? Oh, with uh, Christian Bale. With Christian Bale. I have not. Um, Exodus. God. Yes, I I actually I, I actually I liked it a, I liked it a fair bit, but um. Not, I don't think I liked it enough to own. But one of the cool things about it, and this is kind of spoilers for people if you haven't seen Exodus. It's, I feel like it's I'm within my my right to talk about it though. Um, here's here's something that's really cool about it conceptually. Like God is in the movie, right? And he's really? like, yeah, and he's is he's, he Morgan Freeman? He's a, he, no, he's a kid. And he's a spoiled brat. Okay, he's a spoiled brat. Really? Yeah, like he's like. Like when he, he like you know he, he like throws tantrums, and like huh yeah, and it's kind of cool because what, what is I think it's trying to say is that like you know God is infinite and whatever and ageless and blah blah blah, but but at the same time he is growing like everything else. So like during that period he was like a child, and like that is right. That is interesting. So uh, I dug that an awful lot. I just I like that huh. conceptually. So, uh, that's an interesting concept, right? I don't hate it. I don't think it's necessarily blasphemous either. Nor I. So, because it's always it's it's always kind of an interesting, an interesting concept that I've thought about on many occasions is, can something be powerful enough to forget how powerful it is? Like something to be powerful enough to limit its power, right? At a certain time for a certain, at a certain time for a certain time, right? To to adjust, because like there's this like you know, uh, there's this concept in philosophy. It's like it's called you know like a veil of ignorance. You know, like once the veil of ignorance is lifted, you can't unsee what you saw, right? But like, what if something could? What if something could choose to unsee what it saw? It's like that movie, The Sphere, with um, uh. Who was in that? Uh, Samuel Jackson was in that. Um, Dustin Hoffman and Sharon Stone. And it's like that mm. that sphere. Like once you go in, it gives you like godlike powers. But like the human psyche was so oh, yeah. so frail. It like kept on making like monsters, and they they chose to forget. Like yes. chose to forget their power. That's always kind of been a cool a cool concept to me. Um, but uh, I don't know. That is interesting. I don't, yeah, I don't hate cool. that. Did, did no. that get a lot of flack from? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't. At the, at the risk of sounding judgmental, I don't frequent those circles too often. I'll, 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 you know what? I'll go ahead and, and, and talk about why. Um, I'll go for it. I was uh, I was a bit of a troubled youth in my younger days. Um, fractured a minor law or two, in the words of Axel Murphy or Axel Foley. <laughs> Look at that. Um, but uh, 
I, I my father removed me from public school and placed me in a Christian school, a Presbyterian Christian school. Uh, not that he was Presbyterian. I think it was a, a money, a money thing. Uh, and it was like, I don't know. I call it doing a two year stretch. Like I went there for eighth and ninth grade. Um, now, prior to that, my only real exposure to religion was my mom was Catholic. Um, and then on her third husband, they kind of said that wasn't okay anymore. And she became Episcopalian, which is like all the Catholic half the guilt kind of a deal. Um, and, and at any rate, they, uh, that, that was my, my exposure and my exposure was just like that in Sunday school. And I always got along with people were like positive and cool and chill and hang out. And, you know, I, it was, it was all good. I had the utmost respect for super religious people, but I, I wasn't very, very religious myself. Um, and then I went to this Christian school and I, I met the most horrendous people, um, that I've ever met in my life. Just the most dark spirited individuals, um, just mean, mean, judgmental, uh, hateful people, assholes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and I've never met a more consolidated group of individuals like that prior or since. Um, so it just kind of turned me off to religion in general. And uh, whereas before I was kind of open to it. And then, and then as I got older, I, I became more interested, um, partly because Wu-Tang talked about it so much, <laughs> to be honest. And, and ancient aliens, of course. And this was before all that. So then I read like... Um, so then I read, I read the Bible, I read the Quran, I read, I read like a lot of religious texts and, and tried to, to find a way. And, um, you know, and here I am years later with, you know, kind of on the same path I was at five. But. Oh, all right. Everybody gets a glimpse. Yes. Inside. So I, I, inside. I, I, I don't often put myself around uh, a lots of religious people um, just because at once, just because my, my past experience personally has been negative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've, I, you know, religion's always fascinated me. I mean, I studied some theology stuff in, in college and whatnot. And, and so I, I think it's, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of the, the super organization and dogma. I think it's more of like a spiritual journey that people got to find themselves. And I think it's fascinating. I do though, I disapprove of like, I'm, I love science. Like I wanted to be like a theoretical physicist when I was a kid. You know, that's, I was really good at chemistry, really good at physics. And then I don't know what happened. I think I started getting laid and, you know, studying for school wasn't as important anymore. <laughs> and, um, but like, I, I love science and I'm, you know, always, you know, keep reading and stuff like that. But it's so funny how our culture is taking like this shift. Like if you believe in anything spiritual, you're an idiot, you know? And it's so unscientific mm -hmm. to me mm -hmm. because it's like, well, you can't, you can't prove as much as you can, you can prove the opposite, you know what I mean? You can't, yeah, you can't prove God or spirituality, but you can't prove that it doesn't can't exist. Disprove it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's so much crazy stuff coming out every day in the world of science, you know, quantum entanglement and all these other crazy things. And, um, you know, people doing experiments with things or, you know, consciousness, you can't even, you still can't even understand consciousness. Oh yeah, but I, I, let me clarify. My, yeah. my, my thoughts have nothing to do with the ideology. Yes. Everything to do yes. with the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure but, that's um, crystal clear. But it, but it's, but it's interesting. I think that like I've read a, I've read a lot of stuff about, you know, the the religious learned men of of past centuries. And I'm not talking to people like the Inquisition. I'm talking about people like Sir Thomas Aquinas and stuff like that. 
And, you know, I, I think it's, it's too simplistic to say there's no value in that. Like, I almost wonder if believing in a religion is just hardwired in our brains and it's just, it's something that's needed there for, for emotional balance of human beings. And I mean, like we're the, you know, we're the, you know, we're the, you know, we're the, uh, homo sapien sapien. We know that we know, you know what I mean? Right. Like we know we're going to die. We, we know it's, it's all finite and maybe it's something that's in there that needs to, you know, even if it's bullshit, you know, it is, it needs to be there. We need to go through that ritual. Ritual is important. And there's just so much to it that if you just blankly say no, and I, and I, I can't stand talking to obtuse people on either side. Right. Uh, you know, I don't want, don't fucking tell me that the world's only 6,000 years old. You know, I don't want to have that fucking conversation, but at the same time, don't tell me that if somebody believes in a religion or, or believes there's something spiritual that they're idiots. Right. Because, you know, a couple, uh, you know, not less than a hundred years ago, you know, they thought a patent, a German patent clerk was an idiot and Newton had fi- figured out every aspect of physics until somebody was brave enough to go against the, you know, for political and, you know, job reasons was, was you know, go against the, uh, the status quo, you know, take yourself out to Antarctica and, and prove that gravita- gravitonic lensing has actually existed. I think I said that wrong. I can't, I can't speak right now. I haven't had enough coffee. But it's like... You know, it, it's it's one of those things where you got to keep an open mind. If you, if you start shutting down and become dogmatic, then it's fucking, you know, you're you're done. It's not scientific anymore. Now you're it's just a it's just a new religion. It's just a new faith. A hun, you know, hundred percent faith on anything, and you're not you're never going to question anything. You're never going to grow and learn. <gasps> <sighs> and <I'm done. laughs> okay, I think we can move on from religion now. Yeah, can we talk about nerdy <laughs> shit now? Jesus, um, uh, I got to talk about the Flash, dude. I am fucking so happy with that show. Okay. You need to get on that with the. Cookies. I am, but I, I'm probably going to wait until after Jessica Jones at this point. Damn you, sir! I want to watch it though. Uh, I, I I heard some stuff about the uh, season finale of uh, the first season, which sounds a lot uh, like Jeff Johns' run on Flash. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So like I'm, I'm now my interest is peaked. I'm going to give it a. Good, I'm going to give it a go. See if, if if I said that to you, you wouldn't care. Just some random stranger probably said it to you. No, nah, it, it was it was it was it was about it was about the particular it was about the particular wording. Um, oh, do tell. No, just about like uh, you know, like Jeff Johns is kind of the one that that tied in Flash, Flash's mother, Professor Zoom, mm-hmm. or Reverse Flash, uh, Flash's origin, etc. Like all into the same story. Yeah. So you know, yep. I, I heard that, that that played a part in the series. They, in, and they they took they took aspects of it. They made their own mythology, but they still kept things that really work. And one other thing that they kind of do, which I love, is that they open up the possibilities. Of the Flash that you love in the comic book still exists inside that world, just a parallel world, you know. And this Flash that we're learning about now is just a different Flash, and similar things happen to him. And they're just really doing a good job with the man. The character development is awesome. Uh, I'm really happy with the season. I mean, they're just doing characters that you never thought that they could do, and they're doing them well. Like, they just had Gorilla Grodd uh, this last episode, and they're just fucking doing it well. And um, there's, you know, some big changes from what happened to the first season, and it's just, it's going in a direction that I, I like it. I like the way it's going. It's it's looking at different aspects of Barry's personality and, and the struggles that he would realistically face, you know, from becoming the Flash from that point of, like, all right, I've got this power, I want to control it, to realizing, like, oh, shit, you know, my mother dying has so much deeper meaning to uh, being at the top of this top of his game, to failing, 
know what I mean? And, and how somebody would really deal with that and the, the struggles and the effects it has. And there's also a cool thing, and I, and I got to say this, it's, it's going to be a little spoily for you, but not it's not a main issue. Like the whole superhero identity, secret identity thing is, it, I think is from a a old generation and it just doesn't work anymore. You know, and like, like we make fun of the fact that, that Superman can wear glasses and keep it from Lois Lane. I like the fact that Lois Lane knows who he is. You know what I mean? And people around, a lot of people around him still don't know. And in the flash, he's not scared to reveal his identity to when it's appropriate or when it, when it actually means something because you just wouldn't do it on your own anymore. You know what I mean? It's impossible. It's just not, it's a, it's a silly mechanism that's entertaining to children. But when you, I think when you move to a more adult um, audience, you have to address it somehow and to make it meaningful, but at the same time, you know, protect the people that he loves type of concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like Batman who just tells everybody, every girl that he ever dates that he's Batman. You know, like I love that gag and uh, and, uh, how it should have ended. Hey, you want to know my secret identity? <laughs> but uh, they do it very well, man. I just, I, I can't wait to get through the first uh, season so we can talk about it a little bit. Maybe do a flash, uh, a flash episode if 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 you enjoy it. Yeah. Three, two, one. Also, um, Mar- Marvel's Agent of Shield, man. I, I know. I got an issue, dude. It's like it, you get a good season, and the second season sucks, and this third season has been has been on the fucking money. I don't know if it's like the writers kind of figure out what they're gonna do, or the cast is kind of gelling and coming together. But it's strong, man. Good. And they've got some. They've got some bad guys that they're really developing well. What? And it's furthering the, the Marvel. I need a. I know, need an Inhumans update. Is what I need. All right. So cool thing about the Inhumans. You want me to just go ahead and spoil this for you? Mm-hmm. You're never gonna watch the show anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically, the whole second season was about the Inhumans. Um, the second half of the second season, I think. Or no, <clears> maybe <throat> the whole season. So basically, the main character that, um. You know, Coulson comes back. He starts with a small, like you know, five-man Shield operation team because Shield is, you know, it's it's a, you know, he's he's been thought to be dead, so they bring him back for a special mission. They're trying to track down his the origins of how he came back to life and that it's alien and that gets all uncovered. And then, uh, you know, the Daisy, who is the the main, you know, female lead, is kind of brought into the fold of Shield. She was a hacker, and then she's you know now she's on the inside fighting the good fight type of thing. Well, you know, at the end of the second season, you realize that the Inhumans have been there for a while. They do come from the, is it the Kree? Yeah. They are a leftover weaponized mutation of the Kree that is activated through the Terrigen Mist type of thing. Well, the end of season two, they, you know, there, there's some beef going with, with an informal Inhuman leader. I'm not going to, I'm going to leave it at that, but... What happens is, is is a box of Terrigen mist, which of course kills human beings, but it activates inhumans who who carry that gene. Well, it, it got dumped in the ocean and um, leaked out, and actually started a a chain reaction to affect um, the ecosystem. So what is happening now is if somebody eats fish or you know has something that has Terrigen mist, and they are an inhuman, it will activate their metamorphosis. So now the season is about, you know, basically mutants popping up. They're not really mutants, they're inhumans, but it's the same type of mechanism where you have a global event that's happening and untold millions who carry that recessive gene are all of a sudden manifesting powers. Uh, they don't. They did a really good job in season two establishing the culture of the inhumans, how 
when they first have the, the transfer, it's, it's a really traumatic event. And they used to like take people, train them, prepare them before they go through the mist. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, somebody gets exposed to the mist by accident, not knowing who they are. And those are the special cases they got to, you know, really focus on. Well, now people are fucking, it's happening all over the world. You know, your, your spouse, your, your, you know, the, the, the season started with a guy that just had, you know, took his, his, uh, his fish oil pills, fucking mutated or whatever, went to metamorphosis. He came out and basically he's like a reverse magneto. He like liquefies any metal that he touches. And like when he gets upset, he can do it at a distance. Um, so it's about them getting him and, and stabilizing his powers. And he seems like a cool character. And like, that's the first thing you've seen, but it's, it changes what shield is. And this is the remnants of shield. Of course, got destroyed in um, winter soldier, you know, Fury went into hiding. Phil Coulson became the new director of S.H.I.E.L.D. and S.H.I.E.L.D. started as a small group of guys to where they're finally starting to build back up to be this clandestine organization that, that even the world doesn't know about. So, I mean, they're just doing the damn thing, man. They're introducing, you know, I don't want to ruin it for you in case you ever do watch it, but they've been developing one one bad guy for the last three seasons and he's fucking interesting. And he's the kind of bad guy you, you secretly kind of root for, and you want to see how far you, he'll take it and want to understand his goals. But at the same time, he's fucking crazier than a shithouse rat. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really fleshed out, you know, uh, uh, Phil Coulson's character and, and uh, Daisy's character. Um, and I just, uh, her name was Sky, and her real name is Daisy, and she's she's a character from from Marvel, uh, Tremors. I can't remember what she does. She basically, you know, like Tara from the uh, the um, Teen Titans, you can like you know make sonic waves and shit and cause earthquakes and whatnot. So, but it's good. It's a good show. I'm I'm really enjoying it. They it's they're good at storytelling, and I really hope that they uh, keep working this Marvel Cinematic Universe from the the TV side. I I heard that Agents Agent Carter is really good. I want to jump into that, and it's on Netflix now, so that might be my next mission. So I'll let you guys know about that as we as I jump into it. I think I started watching one episode and I was like, uh, not for me. But I'm gonna give it the old college try. Hmm. So I um this week I what did I do? I I got Battlefront. Oh shit. Uh, I played that a bit. I didn't get time to play it much, but I did play it a bit. It's 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 like an updated version of the old one. I didn't play it online yet. Um yeah. For those people so it does online, have a campaign. If you want to play me or find out or add me as a friend, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm Bobby Skullface, uh, space between Bobby and Skullface. If you want to look me up there, that's my name on there. So uh, add me, and I will try to figure out how to add you back or whatever you have to do. Never done it before, but it is cool. And the <clears throat> it's basically like the old ones. Like there's missions. It's not yeah. really a story. It's just different missions, and. It's 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 cool because you can play it as a trooper or a character uh, on the on the missions, um, which is neat. So like, and, and then you play it for the, either for the, the the empire or the rebels. So like, for the rebels, you might be like uh, either like a trooper, or you can be Luke, Han, or Leia. Yeah. And then you had like, if you're Luke, you have like force powers. And like, I played as the Emperor once, I played as Vader once, then I played as the uh, Han Solo once, and I played as the Rebel Troopers. Um, it's beautiful and it's it's fun, but there's not a lot of meat to it. It's just running around and shoot each other. Yeah. 
or try to survive. Okay. You know what I mean? Like there's different little game plan missions, but there's no like epic story to work your way through and kind of sink your teeth into. Yeah, why don't people do that anymore? I mean, I guess is the story already been well, told. Well, most of, I feel like most reason? of the, I feel like most of the time that they do, it's just that this game in particular, like the Battlefront series, is yeah, it's just historically not like that. Yeah, I hear you. So, what else you been? Well, <laughs> what other, else you been working on? The other the other big thing I got uh, done this weekend was uh, burn. I got burn finished. Ah. So that's that's something off my chest and off my desk. That's a big bit of work off my desk. So that's nice. And then I got to do the making of, and I got I'm gonna put together a couple trailers for it this time, this go round, and then mm-hmm. I can delete all this nonsense. Oh, I concur. That sounds like a plan. Um, what? Uh, oh, I finally watched ba- uh, Indiana Jones three. What do you think? Uh, it's easily my favorite one. Yeah. I'm so it's glad like, you said that. It's yeah, it's the best one. Like it's, it's the only one that actually has a like a character-driven story. Yeah. It's good. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and uh, it makes you not want to uh, have uh, episode four, right? <laughs> well, now I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the Crystal Skull again now. Okay. Um, okay. And then and then give a final final judgment on that. But yeah. And I um I looked at my first one six scale figure, uh today. Now you're talking about like the the big ass like Gentle Giants ones or Hot Toys? Like the yeah like the Hot Toys styled. Uh, this is a sideshow collectibles which handles Hot Toys stuff a lot of times, but it's like there. They usually do DC stuff, but they did a, a Deadpool Joe KW. Let me borrow his. Mm-hmm. Um, that review goes up Friday. Now I this believe. is the doll size. Yes. 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 How how are you feeling yeah. about the dolls? Uh, okay, it's not for me. Really? It's, it's yeah, it's not for me. It, it's cool. There's some cool things with it, but yeah, it definitely feels like a doll. It definitely feels like a doll. Really? Just because um, of the posability, or and no? Which, and what's wrong like, with it being a doll? Let me just ask nothing, you. Nothing. Nothing. If you like dolls. Okay. But if you don't like dolls, like myself. I mean, you just you just don't like things because they're dolls. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't like uh, I don't like I don't like them having little outfits and stuff. I think I, I just I, I appreciate I think that I am just a fan of like sculpted work okay fair enough um but it's a it's a really well-made figure uh and there's some like accessories it it may be one of them like the best accessorized figures i've ever seen uh just like they thought of everything like it has a stand the stand has thought balloons that you can add to it um the thought balloons have the thought balloons have stickers that you can put on them one of which says chimichangas nice um I was just taking a wild guess, but I didn't think it'd be that far from the truth. Yeah, it's 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 really it's a, it's a thoughtful it's a thoughtful piece. It's not for me, but it, it's a thoughtful piece. So what you know? Okay, I mean I I hear you. Like I, I I'm getting my one six DeLorean soon. Yeah, hopefully I'm anxious to look at that too. Um, and you will be you will be uh, reviewing it. So, yes, sir. Um, I I just. I want the Marty two to complete the set because I'm gonna have a little, you know, Back to the Future's corner in my in my man sure. cave. But at the same time, I don't want all those fucking accessories and the extra hands. I just, I, I like, even with my 40k models, like a lot of guys will take like a kit and they'll paint like every gun option, head option, shoulder pad option, backpack option. They'll magnetize some of these kits that that can, you know, and it's right, cool. Right. But like, I I hate that because I just want it to be what it is forever. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just like, 
I feel like the the more posability it is, it's just it. You didn't really make a character. You know, you didn't really make that like one moment. You you just you're you're and, and economically it makes sense for people to be able to swap things out and stuff in this game. I don't know what it is about that. You know, just I'm adverse to it for whatever reason. I wish and I wish I wasn't. I wish I could be like all in on that shit because I think some of those look really cool. You know, like even the uh, the Kai figures that you have, which I yeah. think are probably the furthest down the doll hole you can go. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, me, me personally. Yeah, you personally. And I, I think it's a little much for me because of all the accessories. I'm not a fan of – I've never been a fan well, of accessories unless they, they are self-contained. Well, the thing is, is is you can – you know, you just pick what you want. You know what I mean? It, it just gives the collector the options. Like, so, like, uh, like, I don't replace – like, I don't take out hands and remove them and all that shit. I don't. Like, I, I, I pick what I want, and mm-hmm. then it's done forever, and the rest goes away. Yeah, I hear that. But, it, like, in my mind – it hurts me for whatever reason. Yeah, that's I, weird. You know, it is weird. I know it's fucking weird. I just I don't want, I, I don't want, I, I don't want those options. Like I don't want to have to deal with them. You know, because it's not like it's not really a complete model for whatever reason. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I feel like there's a psychiatrist out there going, "Huh, Mr. Russman, it all makes sense now." <laughs> you know. So anyway, uh, but I'm glad that you got the uh, that one six figure tested out. Now that you know. No, he's half the battle. Yeah. So, um, uh, what else? Um, and then did I tell you about my SH Figwarts buy-in? Yeah, you're all in. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. How was that? Uh, Mirage. I still haven't been able to watch your video on that yet. Oh, it's great. It's great. That that is that the that is not a masterpiece though, right? That is that still a third party? It's a third party masterpiece. Yeah. Gotcha. Can you say third party masterpiece isn't? I think so. Right. Uh, Greg Greg would say no, but I think so. Wow. For me, for me, third for me, masterpiece isn't a brand. It's just it's, I, I I understand the argument that it is. I totally get that. For me, it's it's an aesthetic and a feel and a, a scale. Yeah. yeah. So I, I say that he's a masterpiece. And, it's a and it's a class, like the other exactly. classes. Exactly. I'm down with that. I can co-sign that. Definitely, but um, but anyway, <clears throat> that being said, it's a uh, it's a pretty good figure. It's uh, it's 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 not perfect, but it's very promising for what's going to come down the pike. Do you know what I mean? With with this being their first take on it. Now this is this is the first one that's not a combiner. Uh, this is their first. This is their first official masterpiece. Okay, okay. Like this is them saying this is a masterpiece scaled figure. Official. I'm tracking. How does he look with all the other masterpieces? Fantastic. Nice. Fantastic. Other Mirage is already off the shelf. Really? Oh, yeah. Done. It's the proportions. The proportions are better. Huh. I can't um, wait yeah, to I, watch I, that I, video. I, yeah, I compare them in the review. It's worth it. Um, <clears throat> you want to jump into some news? Let's do it. Okay, so my favorite thing that I've heard is this new Thor movie news. I haven't heard about it yet. Well, allow me, allow me. So they are going to have a, a rumor has it they're going to have a quote unquote major female villain. Okay. Enchantress, um, right? People are assuming it's either going to be Enchantress or Hela. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with either, but would prefer Enchantress just because. Now, will Hela be Loki's daughter? That, I, that they don't, they don't, it, I, I told you all I know. Okay. Um, and then. The other bit of information is that Valkyrie is rumored to make an appearance as well, which would be cool because that was set up for when his contract is done and he's no longer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Like, and like I said, like that's that's what I want. Yeah, that's that's what I want. Let me, let me ask you this: Do you, do you want them to stay in continuity, or would you rather once this level of story's done, they just do a uh, a reboot? I want them to stay in continuity. Okay, so just a new Tony yep, Stark, they, a new Thor. Well, no, I don't want a new Tony Stark. I want a new Iron Man. You know what I mean? Or okay. I, I I want the Iron Man to kind of you know retire and let you know. Uh, War Machine? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, so there's no more Tony Stark t- stories to tell? There, there's plenty more. And if they want to bring in a new actor with a new contract to, to pick up that role, I'm okay with that. Hey, that's what I'm asking. That's oh, yeah, I'm but, asking. I'm not, but, but what I don't want is a reboot. Okay, so no reboots. You just want... So Chris Evans is Captain America, and then all of a sudden, you know... You know, what's his face? Chris Pratt is Captain America. <laughs> no, I don't want Chris Pratt to be Captain America, but outside of that, <laughs> and, and, and I'm okay with that, but I think that there should be a break. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, Iron Man retires, and War Machine steps up to the plate, and then after, like, five years, Iron Man comes back out of retirement as a different actor. It's an easier pill to swallow. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I Yeah. That's going to be a hard one, though. Yeah, I just want to see, like, I want to see them continue. Like, I want to see how, how like, epic and scale this, this thing can get. That's just, yeah. a, I, I'll, I'll understand if they reboot it. You know, I won't be mad if they reboot it. I just, like, I want to see Valkyrie. Like, I want to see this thing go. Like, I want to see, like, you know, different people taking up the mantles. I want to see, you know, different groups and teams. Because, like, I feel like, you know, these super obscure characters, like, if they don't start bringing them in to this continuity, you know, by the time they reboot, they Whatever. won't be bringing them into any kind. Con- exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. So you just want to see the most bang for your buck in regards to a wide berth of different characters. And, and, and universe, you know, like, like the, the amount of stuff that they can uncover and and dig up and stuff. Yeah. They don't knowing, I think. Um, let me ask you this. This just, this just hit my brain. No big deal. Special effects are getting better and better every day. Um, and it's only gonna be a matter of time before they can really, do some cool stuff with actors. Would you be opposed of the likeness of an actor? Let's say Robert Downey Jr. retires and they do a special effect that makes Robert Downey Jr. look like he's still 50 or whatever age he is now. And it's not him or maybe he's doing the voiceover and somebody else is acting, but you can't tell the difference. What do you think about a concept like that? And do you think it's it's reasonable or... I mean, because... I think it's easy to say that's eventually going to happen. They're eventually going to have software that's so good and so seamstress, seamstress, seamless <laughs> that they can have Andy Sykes play anybody. You know what I mean? Like any actor ever. Um, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. That's right. Who's Andy Sykes? I don't know. I don't know either. It's weird. <laughs> Some guy's like, that's me. Um, <laughs> I, I can do it. Yeah. Put me in, coach. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's okay. My, my thing would be, I don't think it'll be worth it. I don't think it's worth the amount of money that Robert Downey Jr. is going to eventually have to ask for. You know what I mean? And, and that money comes out of the overall budget of that film. So, like, I'd rather see somebody else take it up and yeah. and and then put that money towards other things. I mean, I wonder if eventually that's going to happen, though. Like, just when they make a Superman movie, it's going to look like the same Superman forever. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a real actor. They can just, you know make a concept of what Superman should look like and just have any actor go in there and play him. 
You know? I'm sure that I'm sure that could become a thing. I'm not sure that it speaks to my sensibilities. Like I like different people playing the roles and stuff. Like for I me, do it's too. Like, I do too. It's like a, it's like a different artist taking over the book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I can see something like that happening. But I, uh, you know, it's just the amount of money that it would take, and you know, if if you're taking money out of this section, where's where's you know what suffers as a result? Did you do you ever see that um that Al Pacino movie? I think it was like Simone or Sim One. Or whatever. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, maybe I did. It, it was it was actually a pretty interesting flick. It it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't Pacino's best work, Bonnie. Bonnie Church didn't like But you know, how I feel about him anyway. I think he's a little bit over overacted. Yes, you do. Yes, he gets do. more credit than I think he deserves. And I, I think he overacts also. Huh? I, I I think he overperforms. I won't say he overacts, but I think he overperforms. Yeah. But I like that overperformance. Yeah. Like. You know, I like I like that character. Like, yeah. whoever he's having to play, that's going like I, I like that wild card. Like, goes like fucking loses his shit. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got a uh, other comic book news that um, uh, Cable's going to join the Avengers. Really? Yeah, in the comics. Um, Damn, where are you even spending your nights? So, uh, in the final pages of Uncanny X-Men, uh, Uncanny Avengers, pardon me, uh, number two, revealed that Cable, having seen the results of the Avengers' failure to stop the spread of the paint, of the paint, <sighs> let's just quit today, of the plant organism they've been battling in the opening arcs of the series, travels back in time to lend a hand. So what does this mean for Avengers' utility? Cable's arrival means that this squad failed and is Boston with some comic book shit. Okay, so basically he's joining the Avengers. He's bringing a surprise with them, a futuristic artificial intelligence that we don't know much about. Okay. Uh, we'll see. You know, but it seems like they're like seems like they're they're moving everybody away from the X Men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is Cable is Cable considered a mutant for the purposes of the property? Yes. Okay. Um, but you know, mutants, mutants, be, mutants, as we've seen, mutants can become miracles with a snap of a finger. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's funny too. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I almost just wish that Marvel took over all these properties and just get it done with and get my fucking Marvel universe that I want back. Like I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, cause DC owns everything for Warner brothers, right? I mean, um, Warner brothers owns everything for DC, right? Uh, yes. Yep. So there's no if ands or buts. No if ands or buts. So that just makes more sense. Hey, what do you think about Con Farrell being um, John Constantine? Uh, for a rumor? film? Yeah, for the dark, the uh, dark JLA movie. Oh, I'm on, I'm on board with that. Yeah, man, he's just the right kind of. I think I think he's a good actor. He's just the right kind of dirty Mick for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like you know people break his balls. I think because he was like a, a pretty boy and kind of caught on quick. Yeah, I agree. But like. I think he's a good actor. Like, I think that his performance in uh, what was that show that had a really good first season and like a really mediocre second season on HBO? Um, True Detective. Oh yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen the second season. Well, he he does a like he does a fantastic job. In really? That, in that? Oh my god! It, it's like for me, it's it's way better than McConaughey's performance. Oh, I don't know, man. Oh god! I oh, see that to me is overacted. That that drove me nuts. Like I, I, I you know, but yeah, but you know what, dude? Like, next, time, wait, next time we get together, let me do my impersonation. Of it. It's really, <laughs> it's really, really funny. Like the like the hand movements with the cigarette and the way he moves around and like the breathing and all that. I, I think that if you if I think that if you had seen that first, 
you'd have, you'd have been. I think that people like telling you how great it is makes you go no, there no, no, with a certain I, level I liked of it. scrutiny. No, no, because I liked it. I liked it. I got into it. It's just it was just his performance, um, and I like him. Like I respect him. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just it's just his performance, and like I, I think he was like, okay, here's my art moment, and just went too far. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I mean, I, um, I I like him. You know, I, I didn't that, care for the ending either. Yeah, that ending was it was it was crazy, but I liked it, man. I thought it was just a, a solid. It's one of those. It, it wasn't crazy, and it was like, meh. like it got into like a goofy, like it got into a goofy area for me. I don't know. Like I like the whole thing kind of had this like haunting kind of thing around it, and then like at the end, I was like, well, now it feels like a fucking action movie. Like it wasn't like that like Seven's ending, which like remained like even even when the monster is revealed, they yeah. were able to keep feeling weird until the very end of the movie do you know what i mean but like that's hard to do because once once you once you you know unveil the you know once you pull back the curtain it's yeah. hard to kind of keep that steak up there is that one scene when you see that giant portal looking painting that was just so fucking trippy to me that just haunts me i don't know what it was about that that shot i want to go back and watch it again but um i think it was with who who did that was it mcconaughey who did that who like when he was in in those those caves or whatever, the, you know, when they fight the bad guy. Yeah, and I don't think just fucking haunts me. Ugh. Anyway, but the um, McConaughey did an interview that I saw one time where he was like, uh, they were talking to him about like, you know, the roles that he plays, mm-hmm. and he was like, he was like, look, he was like, he was like, you don't think I'm uh, I'm 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 interested in my craft? Like he and he gives like all the education that he has regarding acting and like who he looks up to, who he like grew up watching, blah blah blah. And he was like, I'm he was like, I'm 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 entrenched in it. And he was like, but I have a family and I have kids and my kids have to eat and I have to make certain decisions for them to eat. So like now that I know that all my kids are covered through college, mm-hmm. now I'm going to do whatever I want. Wow. That's pretty cool. Exactly. I was like, you know what? Say no more. I got you. And I'm on board. Um, but whatever. Ridley Scott's been talking some shit recently. What do you say? Uh, he's been talking about Prometheus sequel. Oh, they're going to change uh, the name or something, or they're going to change the name or some crazy shit. So he said uh, he will direct all... There's going to be three Prometheus sequels. Okay. And he has no interest in letting the Alien franchise slip through his fingers. I'm trying to keep this for myself. I let the other one get away from me. I shouldn't have, Scott said. I'm trying to resurrect the beast and let it off the hook for a while because I'm coming back into the back end of Alien 1. I'm gradually getting to Alien 1. Huh. What does that mean? I'm coming back into the back end of Alien 1. I'm gradually getting to Alien 1. I don't know. He is currently revising the script with Spectre screenwriter John Logan and has already the next three films mapped out. Prometheus 2 will start getting shot in February, and I've already begun now, so I know what the script is. Then there will be another one after that, and then maybe we'll get back into Alien 1 as to why. Who would make such a dreadful thing? Hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah, um, I, like I like that. I like the Prometheus movie. I know people people hate that thing, man. Uh, right. I think it's because you don't see a fucking alien, um, and I think that the, the, the end kind of gets a little confusing with the face hugger bit. Yeah, to, but like overall, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I mean, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, sci-fi horror movie. Yeah, I, I really know. like the engineers. Like, I thought they have a cool look. I, I like them too. And I'm intrigued, like, I want to know what happened, so I think he was successful in that. Like, I'm yeah. going to see the other one, the next one. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, 
you know, people are. I mean, sometimes fandoms, you know, I mean, look at us. We complain about shit all the time because the fandom kind of takes a life of its own and we start getting bitchy because we're assholes. But Alien 2, spectacular. Did he do Alien 2? Mm, or Aliens? I don't know. I don't know. Does he mean, is he talking shit about Alien 3? I, I'm guessing 3 and 4. Because he did, I don't know, only if there's a box. Can we do some research on that? Yeah, I'll get into that. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I get into it, I'll crash the computer again and we'll have to start over again, guys, and you guys weren't around for that part. Fucking, give me, fucking bullshit. Give me but, like, I don't know. I, I, I love the look of the engineers, like, mm-hmm. aesthetically. And, like, they look like they're capable of, like... You know, like sometimes, like just like the, the the general look of a character can say so much about like you know what is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like you look, you take one look at Darth Maul, you know the entire story. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? He's all about business. <laughs> yeah, um, but I love the uh, like the look of them. It looks like they're smart enough and confident enough to do some crazy shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like to make a really bad decision. Hmm. Um, you love that shit. I do. And, I mean, you I got do. you got to see the Xeno the Xenomorph prototype or whatever that early alien was. That I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, did you not like that look of that thing? I liked it all right. I mean, the giant squid octopus thing was kind yeah, of yeah. That was that was a little, I think that's what turned people off. Yeah, it, it, you know what killed me about that thing? Is just how fast, how big it got, how how fast it got big, so to speak. I don't know, man, and and, and it, it was kind of weird, but I, I didn't hate. I didn't hate it. The only part that was kind of goofy is the air, the, you know, the the plane crashing, and them just running, keep on running straight. That you know, that is kind of funny, kind of goofy. Yeah, but, but yeah, I know that bothers you. Like that, that's kind of one of those things that like I don't think about until I think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then once you think about it, you can't unthink about it. You know right, I mean? right. Back to that veil of ignorance thing. We've come full circle. So hey, anyway. Well, did you happen to see that that fan thing that that went viral for a bit about uh it was like the Mortal Kombat cookout? No. Do tell. Dude, it's it's pretty fantastic. So it's like it seems like I mean these guys obviously know what they're doing with some special effects and stuff, so who knows exactly what their their background is. Uh-huh. But it seems like it's just kind of a fan thing. Uh-huh. Um and these guys are at a cookout and like some drama ensues and then they just start fighting. And before you know it, like this one guy like just starts doing like Mortal Kombat fatalities, like real life Mortal Kombat fatalities <laughs> on all these guys. Like he rips one's head off. He puts another one's head into like a table saw. Um, like and then like his like little brother comes out. He like he like kills him with a fatality. And then like his grandma comes out and kills him with a fatality. And like uh-huh. the real Scorpion. Com- no, 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 like grandma kills him. Oh, oh, okay. And then Scorpion comes out and like rips Grandma's jaw off, and, like kills her with fatality. Is there? It's is pretty there, like, fantastic. Is there some scuttlebutt about it? Like people bitching about it or something? No, 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 no. I don't think so. It's just something that's getting around, and and it's like you know, I tip my hat to him. Nice. I have to go check that out. Yeah. yeah Fucking no YouTube, doubt. man. Sometimes YouTube can be just a, a nasty venomous place but then every once in a while you get like somebody put some awesome work into it and you're like god man this is fucking tight so I still want to see that that uh, Fall of Grayskull movie I've been hearing good things about it everybody apparently yeah loves it. I, I also saw there's a fan film called Legacy of the Force which focuses around Jason and Jaina really um, yeah uh, and real quick uh, not a Star Wars spoiler anyone and we're not gonna talk about Star Wars the whole show not the whole <laughs> show but um god I, damn it <laughs> I thought, I, talk, say I thought we talked about this. Um, I'm just fucking go ahead. Yeah, I, I want to say this. 
uh, I just had a premonition. Premonition. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just had a premonition. Couldn't help it. Uh, like a couple days ago. What if the audio of um, I will fulfill our destiny, I will finish what you started. What if he's talking to Ray? Well, what would that mean? Well, what if they did get some initial training? Okay. And then something happened, and it stopped. So this and is then, still they're they're the Skywalker twins or the, the solo, solo twins. We're solo siblings. Okay. Keep going. So, just well, just that. I I, I have a theory. I have like I'm, I have a theory about this movie. Just yeah, go for it, man. That's what we're here to do. Don't hold okay. back. Don't you? So anyone out there that's listening, feel free to turn off now. I know Tyler's killing Tyler. Uh, Tyler L. Like he wrote me this week, and like he's the one that published that thing on our Facebook page about like if you guys ruined Star Wars for me. <laughs> um, he it's happened this. in the past, Tyler. You've been warned. So he saw. Um, that's yeah, true. So he saw that. Um, that that the last week's episode was like a three-hour episode. Mm-hmm. And he was going on like a business flight and he was like, oh, awesome. Perfect. I'll save this for the flight. And then like 15 minutes into it, it becomes all about Star Wars. And he's like, God damn it. He has turned it off because he's like trying to like bury his head in the sand. About it. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So this is my, this is my working theory. My working theory is that we're, we're going to see Luke in the last five minutes of the movie. Okay. Um, no one knows where he is, or people know a few people know where he is, but no one talks about it. Okay. My theory is that Luke started at Jedi Academy and something went horribly wrong. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was that so- he led someone to the dark side. Okay. Uh, maybe the guy Snook or whatever, the guy that's like uh, talking to. Uh, Kylo Ren, you know, or that we think is talking to Kylo Ren, but that, uh, if you felt it, there's been an awakening. That guy. I thought that I thought that was Kylo Ren. No, no, no. That's uh, Snook or I want to keep calling him Snooky, but it's not. It's like something like that. It's Andy Serkis's character. Oh, okay. So maybe how do we how do we know that? Uh, I don't. It's just a theory. It's just a theory. He's he's playing a CGI character called Snook. That is either some sort of super like supervisor or advisor or some sort of ally to Kylo Ren. Okay. Um, and apparently he's force he's a force sensitive. That I don't know. Do we do we still uh, is it even called force sensitive anymore? That I don't know either. Oh, what are we gonna call them now? So okay, keep on going. I'm with you. He, Maybe maybe something happened with him where he he started turning to the dark side a bit, and there's some big issue that goes down at this school. Okay. Um. Like he kills all the students again, or you know what I mean? There's some sort of massacre. Fucking fucking younglings. And they got uh, one thing see, to do. See, I have a feeling that Luke wouldn't do younglings. Um. <clears> too whatever. too old. Too old to begin um, the training. But anyway, I, I think that something happens, and as a result, Luke goes into hiding, and it's like, you know what? It's not worth it. Like it's it's this this shit's too dangerous to get into the wrong hands. I'm not gonna let it happen, and I'm not gonna teach anybody. And as a result, uh, maybe Kylo was being trained, and it stopped, and he was obsessed from war, and then he gets obsessed with his grandfather. 
<sighs> Maybe. The only the only problem with that is that. God damn it! Sorry, Tyler. The only problem with that is that I feel that like family shame. And. All right. So how would you explain to your children that your father was Darth Vader? He was seduced by the dark side of the Force, but at last at the end he he fought that, became good, and now he's a ghost. Now he's a Force ghost. You know, I just I feel like. I mean, well, see, only... I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna show much of it. I think it's just gonna be talked about, like in flat. Maybe maybe a flashback. You know, and maybe not for nothing. Maybe something goes wrong at the school, and it turn and and they pull Kylo out of the school. Maybe maybe something doesn't go wrong, but but fucking Han and Leia are just like, you know what? We've seen some stuff at home that he's doing. We're not comfortable. We're pulling him out of your school, and then he comes back with an attitude and fucking has a massacre. Maybe, I just I don't know. The the, the more we go forward, the more I, just, I don't think that he's going to be the the solo twins. And I, like, well, I hope I'm, I'm, I hope I'm, I'm not sold that they're twins, but Are I'm the, almost I'm I'm I my soul is telling me that he's Han's son. Yep. So, I and I, I think I think it's going to center around. Uh, you know Han and Ray's relationship, and I think that that lightsaber is going to be a big deal. Uh, that lightsaber that that Finn is using, Luke's lightsaber, yeah, or or I, that, or, I guess I, technically it was you know Anakin's. Anakin's. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's going to be a big deal. Um, and I think that Kylo Ren is going to kill Han Solo right before Han says, "I'm your father." I think he knows. Huh. I think he just has that 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 level of don't give a fuck. That's a lot of don't give a fuck. Yeah, or a lot of anger. True. True. So it was really just me thinking, you know, laying, <laughs> taking a bath one night and thinking. I was in the bath the other night. And um, and thinking to myself, why is he upset, and why is Luke in hiding? Maybe he's not upset. Maybe he's just curious. You know, maybe he's just obsessed. Mm, maybe. Uh, but he doesn't look happy in those scenes. Because here, here's the issue, man. Like here's here's he my one. He here's my one. Off. Here's my one issue with your theory. Okay. Like we know that why Anakin went to the dark side. Anakin w- was being manipulated from by Sidious from day one. You know what I mean? Like from go, he, the dude was on him. Like stink on shit, just making him go down the the, the bad way. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if you had Luke. You know, kind of being your father in, in like this world they're making that's everything's good, everything is squared away. But I, I don't w- think that's the case. Yeah, but I wonder if I don't think the world is good. I don't think the world is squared away. Yeah, maybe. I think that 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 that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. I think that the empire lost a significant fleet in battle station, but uh-huh. the shit's still pretty much in bad shape. Okay. Yeah, man. Maybe. 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 I don't know. Um, we're gonna but know also, it. we're gonna know in a month. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> off Star Wars for a bit. Here's 25 things you should know about Deadpool. Okay. Deadpool and Captain America are pals. Yes. Um, Cap is the only person whom Deadpool respects. As a child, Captain America was Wade's idol, and since they're both government experiments, he's one of the few people who can understand Deadpool's pain. I like it. He just wants to be friends with Spider-Man. 
I thought they were Dead- friends now. Deadpool's ceaseless quest to make Spider-Man his best friend might be just our favorite thing in comics ever. The unlikely friendship has inspired hordes of comic fans to create all sorts of fan fiction, ranging from mild under the umbrella term Spidey Pool. Um, this is all from Ranker.com. So, if you're interested in the article, because uh, who, who, who owns who owns Spider-Man? Sony. Fuck. God damn it. He yeah, breaks the fourth. Happened. He breaks the fourth wall constantly. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Where does that term um, fourth wall come from? I don't know. For all the anti-hero mumbo jumbo jumbo, he's actually pretty heroic. Okay. Um, when he wants to go, be a full-blown hero, he really goes for it. For instance, when Archangel was on the brink of death, Deadpool nursed him back to health by cutting off chunks of his own flesh and feeding them to the dying mutant. That's really crazy. That's, yep, that's in the book uh, that I let you hold. Um. Is that because his flesh has healing properties? I'm guessing. Huh. Does it ever explain um, where Wade gets, like... Like, alright, so he, everything grows back. Does he have to put himself together again, or does it just grow back? Uh, I think I, I think he has to put himself together, but I don't know. I, it could grow back as well. Um, number five, he's a total nerd. Okay. Um, the Merc with a Mouth plays at least one MMORPG, uh-huh. as evidenced by the reference to Leroy Jenkins, a Warcraft character who famously shouted his own name while rushing into battle. Um, he's really a smart guy. Mm-hmm. I think I knew that. He's clever and stra- uh, strategically sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Uh, while doing battle with Daredevil, for instance, he's able to hold his own and he even tricks him a few times. Yeah. He just lost uh, his fucking mind, right? Yeah, exactly. Because because he can't die, and when he realized he couldn't die, that's when he went nuts. His real name is a joke, uh, which we knew. Slade Wilson. Dead. Slade Wilson. Yeah. Um, he was never meant to be so popular. Yep. We knew that too. Uh, when he was first introduced in the comics world in New Mutants '98, he was a fairly stock bad guy, just hired to kill Cable. But after subsequent appearances in X Force, he quickly stole the comic world's collective heart. Um, he's got a soft spot for kids. This is out of that book I gave you too. Um, uh, he's known for more to be morally flexible at best, but even the merc with a mouth has to have some scruples. He's soft. He's shown a soft heart when it comes to defenseless critters and kids, most notably the potential mega villain kid apocalypse, whether it's because of his own troubled youth. If he's simply a deep, good guy deep inside, he does have a, a warm, fuzzy heart. Did you see that Ryan Reynolds thing for Halloween? Yes. Oh, so funny, man. So good. And he just did that himself. That wasn't like a production thing, was it? No. Uh, no, well, at least we're led to believe. You know what I mean? I, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to believe it. Yeah. Just walked out in his Halloween costume. I think he really, I think he really gets that character. Yeah. 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 Continue. He's beaten, he's beaten enemies just by talking. Uh, he's pretty chatty, but after being driven insane by Weapon X experimentation, he, he couldn't shut his mouth. He's been known to talk enemies to death, and he even shut down Galactus with endless streams of nonsense. Fantastic Four could barely beat the world-devouring baddie, but Deadpool did it without throwing a punch. What was said? That's interesting. Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying to read it. Hold on one second. Uh, maybe if I screenshot this link, and then I'll take a look the picture and see if I can't read it but it's a cool little panel uh, it's all Galactus profile Deadpool says 
there's a great there's a great bar in my building that has trivia challenge on Wednesdays. You down? <laughs> he says this to Galactus. Um, no, I mean just stand outside the. Ooh, I can't read that. Probably the window. The building in the middle of the night and tap on his bedroom window. Oh, just stand outside the barter building in the middle of the night and tap on his bedroom window until he wakes up. I bet you he messes himself. Oh, probably Baxter building. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And now he's just singing to Galactus. And then and then Phoebe sings smelly cat, oh, smelly cat, oh smelly cat, what are they feeding you? <laughs> and Galactus is like pinching the bridge of his nose. Like Shut the fuck up, you know. And then he says, "Oh man, this is cosmic. This is cosmic. Uh, look at the aliens. I'm just cutting through them like butter, <laughs> you know." And he's, <laughs> he's like, "It's like the time I and Gladys is like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up." So, so it's just, a, it's, just it's not, it's nothing in particular. It's just, it's just nonsense. Do we know uh, what happened to Deadpool for this new Marvel reboot? No, I mean, I, I'm assuming that I, he I don't didn't... think, I don't think it's a reboot. Entirely. Well, yeah. Yes. But, I mean, the universe did get destroyed, so I guess he would die that way, right? Well, I think, right. Right. The time, the timeline was destroyed, but it's the same, it's the same guy with the same general, you know, stuff. It's just, I don't know at what point, I had to go back and really think about it, at what point it changes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if it's a timeline or it's just a reboot. I mean, I know there's a lot. I mean, because, like, isn't Doom God or something stupid right now? But it's tied to, it's still tied to the X-Men universe. Yeah, but I thought everything's getting rebooted. That's why there's no more mutants. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, it's not rebooted at all. Okay. It's just that, uh, yeah, the the last movie, the Kitty Pride movie, that should have been. No, no, I'm talking about the comic. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, ta- I'm talking about the movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't so think that's, that's interesting because this is, is a new timeline, so that's why he's corrected, right? Right. That's cool. Okay. Um, he named himself Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool called himself after the death pool that he was entered into when he was removed from the Weapon X program in the gruesome medical workshop where he and other failed government test subjects were tortured and experimented on. The Deadpool was a bet between the pa- uh, the patients as to just who would survive. Wade was given survival of 1,000 to 1, but beat the odds. Cool. Yep. He was briefly a member of X-Force. We've talked about that at length, um, which I love. I love that arc that uh, you were holding. <laughs> Start reading it, goddammit. <laughs> Stop bringing it up. <laughs> he killed the entire Marvel Universe. I did read that book. How was it? Um, it's okay. They should have donated more time to it. Like, it's just, like, four issues. So, like, it, it's really, like, it, it all happens too fast. Um, but he, like, gets out of the Marvel Universe. And kills the and writers like, or something at the end? And breaks the, yeah, and, 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 and then goes after the writer. Okay. Um, but you don't see that cool. part, right? It's a cool concept. It's just I wish they would have taken a little bit more time with it. Before he was Deadpool, he was in love. Um, He was just a regular old Canadian mercenary, fell in love with a young prostitute named Vanessa Carlisle. After his terminal cancer diagnosis, Wade Wade left her, not wanting to force her into a doom relationship with a dying man. They crossed paths later in life. Vanessa became a shape-shifting mutant known as Copycat. Hmm. 
He married Dracula's fiance. Uh, he was romantically linked to multiple women, from copycat to death and even Black Widow, but it took Dracula's runaway fiance, Shikla, to tie our man down in holy matrimony. Who was, who's a female Deadpool? Lady Deadpool. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Lady, Lady Deadpool. I don't, I don't know too much about her. Uh, oh, Ryan Reynolds hated what X-Men Origins Wolverine did to Deadpool. Really? Yep, Ryan Reynolds is a famously nice guy who seems like he tries to make the best out of every situation he finds himself in. X-Men Origins Wolverine, for example, the film was a modest success, but its take on Deadpool was ripped apart by fans who can, who were confused by the complete recon, reconning of Sweet Baby Wade. Not only were his powers all jumbled, but his mouth was glued shut, completely wrecking the best thing about the Merc with the mouth. Despite having his beloved character pulled out from under him, Reynolds soldiered on like a sweetheart he is. Hopefully his second shot at playing Wade Wilson has better results. Doesn't yeah. really talk to you. Uh, he fought every dead president and re killed them all. <laughs> okay. Deadpool number one features a necromancer resurrecting past presidents to fix American society. <laughs> Obviously, things don't go as planned. Next presidents run amok in a race to stop the undead presidents. Deadpool has to call upon Doctor Strange and naturally the ghost of Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> So good. He's a proud Canadian. Oh, uh, almost to a fault. Often references the Great White North, and like most of the world, he uses the metric system. He has uh, healing factor from Wolverine, but somehow it's stronger. Right? Uh, I don't know. I thought I thought he got that through the uh, Weapon X experiment. No, I'm pretty sure he got it from Wolverine. Uh, I don't know. Because he's not know. a he's not a mutant, right? I think he is. What are his mutant powers? I think it's like, uh, like they're like agility and good targeting and stuff like that. But he was given other mutant powers or whatever. He was given more abilities through Weapon X. Tracking. Um, a long time ago in comic terms, Deadpool was seduced by Carmelita Camacho. Um, who that is? Uh, a civilian who was later kidnapped and killed. Along the way, he found out that she had a child from the brief uh, time from their brief time together. He rescued his daughter and gave his friend Emily Preston, agents of Shield, custody of his daughter to keep her paternity a secret. Interesting. Even moved and even moved moved next door to be close to her. So he has a daughter named Eleanor. Did not know that one. Nor did I. But I don't consider myself to be a Deadpool uh, aficionado. Aficionado. Yeah, I mean, um, like, I, I, it's, I hear you, it's, I, I am the same way, like, I, like, oh, you like Deadpool? Yeah, he's cool, that's cool, it's cool. It's like, when people ask me, did you like that John Carter movie? It was okay, not really my cup of tea. Yeah, well, see, like, I love him, um, but I wasn't, I didn't fall in love with him until I read that book I let you hold. Yeah. Um, Alright. <laughs> Once <sighs> upon a time, he killed all his favorite literary characters. He killed all of his favorite literary characters? All your favorite. Oh. Um, after spending years slaughtering various heroes and villains across the Marvel Universe only to see them return, Deadpool decided the only way to really get the job was to, was to kill off their sources of inspiration. <laughs> Thus, Deadpool Killustrated was born. Where else could you find a costume assassin blowing up the home of little women and slicing up the Three Musketeers? Uh, the, this particular cover has him riding Moby Dick. Nice. Um, and he has painted a bullseye around the blowhole of the giant whale and has a bomb in his hand that he's getting ready to put inside of it. <laughs> Makes sense. Seems legit. Um, 
butchering stories from literature's finest authors is the tagline. Uh, no pickles. After dying for a second time, Deadpool was resurrected by Thanos, but not before not before four false Deadpools could appear in his absence. Oh, little death of Superman joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, each personifying a different aspect of his personality in a parody of DC's famous death of Superman. This first was an idealistic superhero with traditional ideals reminiscent of Superman's. The second was a Punisher-esque crime fighter who took pleasure in killing. The third was an um, absurdist pop culture star along the lines of Tom Green or Bam Margera. The final Deadpool was completely insane, but uncharacteristically for Deadpool said only two words the entire arc, no pickles. Okay. Why not? Doesn't Why not? like him. Doesn't trust him. Doesn't want him around. They fucking stink. Right. <laughs> See if somebody gets. He has that. a sidekick named Weasel, All which right. we have seen in the in the trailer. Who's Weasel? Uh, he's the guy you, know, you look like a. Testicle oh, team. okay, okay. I thought it was actual Weasel, like an actual like little. Oh no, weasel. no, no. That, that that would make sense. That would make sense to me. He has yeah. some kind of furry critter, little furry mammal running around with him. Continue. Uh, yeah, Deadpool's a ba- uh, pansexual, which we talked about last week. Yep. I'm trying to. This is a. Uh, this is one of those sites that's giving me a hard time. Oh, Give please. me a hard time. Uh, Deadpool's dad has has not had it easy. Like most comic characters, Deadpool suffers from being uh, reconned every few years, so his backstory is contradictory at best. The oddest piece of his origin story is his father, Thomas Wilson. He's been murdered in a bar throughout the years. He's been murdered in a bar by one of Teenage Wade's dumb friends, bashed in the face by a liquor bottle, and burned alive by Deadpool. Huh. Was he a bastard or something? Uh, I don't know. Why do you get that from that? I don't know. It's because Deadpool burned him alive. So therefore, he was born out of wedlock. No, no, no. I'm saying like his dad was an asshole. Like, oh, not, I thought you said. Oh, okay. I thought like not you not a literal bastard. Like his dad's gotcha. a fucking bastard. Jesus. I was like, I don't know. I don't even know today, man. And I think that's I think that's pretty offensive. <laughs> um, uh, are you? Uh, see here. Uh, he has an. Oh, he, he's an organ donor. That's funny. Um, are you guys really going to let a fictional killer show show you up when it comes to donating your organs? What are you doing with them after you die? Preserving them in a museum? We guess it's easier for Wade to donate since he's healing. Since his healing factor allows him to immediately regenerate his organs at will. What if somebody got one of his organs? Would it make them immortal? I don't know. So, for anyone out there listening, that is on Ranker.com. It's pretty funny. They have a lot of funny comic book lists. So, um, being as a Deadpool is such a, a fan favorite, I thought I'd go through that. Nice. All right. Okay. What else we got? Um, the only other thing I was going to talk about was that uh, they're releasing a. Uh, Leonardo box set. Yeah, like I saw the, that with all like the different variations of the toy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it's it Except looks like that it's, one with the big teeth. Like, and I remember, like as soon as I saw, I was like, oh, is that the movie version of it? You know, or there's oh yeah, it was crazy. it was the movie version. It's fucking crazy. Um, but it's for they have like the comic book look. They have like the the G one for lack of a better term look. Um. And it's like it's it's then they have like the movie look, and they have like some of the other like you know ones that kind of took place when we were out of it. Um, I wonder why pretty, they're I wonder why they're going with Leonardo. Is he like the? I'm, I'm my guess my guess would be is that they're doing all four. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but like, there's always the test market. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so I, I'm I am kind of I'm a little shocked that they chose him 
and not like Raphael. Um, because he seems to be the, I don't know, maybe Leonardo is the fucking fan favorite. I don't know. I tell you, I think that you can learn a lot about a person by their favorite turtle. Yeah, we've had this discussion before. Yeah. So, um, so what do we want to talk about today? Do we want to talk about, uh, uh, somebody asked, somebody did ask, uh, for Marvel books, like suggested Marvel books to read. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I wish I would prepared. I could have gone through my my list and and fucking right, pulled well, them out. Let's save, let's save it. Let's save it. Uh, what about what about the Thor movies? What about them? How do you like them? They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, like I. Um, what do you think about the guy that plays him? Good enough. Chris Hemsworth. That sounds I, right. I, I like him. He, I do too. He, he's good. I, I, I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's a pretty good actor. I think uh, I even like his brother. Do you think we're going to see him in much movies after Thor? Um, eh. I don't. You know, maybe, maybe. Eh. You, you don't think so? Do you carry some so. other some other movies? I think, yeah, I think he's found. I think he's found his his spot in history. And that's it. Then that's he it. Go, then he can go fuck himself. No, no, no. I, I wish him the best. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. I, I just don't know if the best is in his destiny. <sighs> I think he, I think he might be around the best right now. I mean, he did he did a little scene in in Star Trek? He was Kirk's dad. Yes. Um, what else has he been um, in? He was in that, I love, that the Cabin in the Woods movie. I like that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, um, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about Ant Man. You 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 excited to see that uh that come out the Blu-ray? It's coming out today or tomorrow? Is that out already? I guess it would have came out yesterday if it came out this week. I think so. I think it's coming out this week. Um, I got a problem now, man. Why? It's, somebody brought this to my attention, and like now, it really, it's really fucked with me. It, it's like everything keeps its. It's like you don't. It doesn't keep its mass, but it does somehow keep its mass. Like the the explanation of the powers are kind of messing with me. Like the question, I had a question. Somebody's like, well, "Why isn't the tank weigh like you know five tons or whatever?" I was like, that's, that's a good point. But then at the same time, you know, Scott isn't, like when he hits somebody, it's like he, he keeps all his weight, right? And when he falls, he's like a bullet coming out of a gun. But at the same time, he can like run up the barrel of somebody's gun and, and the weight of it just make them point to the ground, you know? Yeah. It doesn't, like, it, it's, the more you think about it, the more you're like, uh, it doesn't make, is, 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 his force is the same, but his weight is different. I don't understand. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, well, I'll tell you what, what, what killed, what, what did kill. It was that, that bit that we talked about. I don't think we talked about it on the show, though, from um, how it should have ended. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, like, they're trying to sell. Okay, so listeners, listen up. This is a really good point. They're trying to sell this uh, weaponized, weaponizing technology to the military um, where they can make you small. And they test it on a goat, and it turns into goop. And they're like, nah, that's not what we want. Why yeah. wouldn't you want that? Yeah, the goop gun. You probably want that. The goop gun you would be awesome. probably want the goop laser. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. If, if the military would probably want to use the goop laser instead of making all their troops small. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Just, shoot Just fire it, off shoot. that goop laser. Yeah, it's compact. It's pretty quick. And never see it coming. You know, just lay down a big goop. Can you imagine a goop cannon? <laughs> Just gooping everything. Goop rifle. Yeah, why not? Yeah, goop handguns. It makes sense. It makes a goop bomb. 
He's dropped down bomb. a giant goop bomb. Man, somebody's mm. going to start this at the wrong spot and be like, what? <laughs> are these guys talking about? Yeah, I, I just, um, I don't know. Like, that movie, that, that movie to me is, is Ant-Man is like, it's, it's a classic Marvel issue. Um, I don't give a shit about the Yellow Jacket. Um, and it's because they don't really put any real effort into making you give a shit about the Yellow Jacket. Well, but see, like, like Yellow Jacket isn't always a bad guy. Though. That's the problem I have. Like, Hank Pym is Yellow Jacket. Like, well, he takes on that mantle, but there was, there is a villain, a Yellow Jacket villain. Was there? Mm-hmm. I thought that he he invented Yellow Jacket. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know enough about Hank Pym. Maybe I don't. Uh, no, I think I think that 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 Yellow Jacket's a real character. Let me let me check the box. Yeah, go check the box. I'm pretty. I mean, like, and, and you know, of course, there's different stories about different things and you know different continuities. But I think after he became Ant Man or Giant Man or whoever the fuck he was at whatever time he was, that person, he did become Yellow Jacket. And like, I think he was insane at one point. You know, I want to say, but you know, I could be wrong. Could be more. We'll get wrong. to the bottom. We'll get to the bottom of it. Maybe. If only there's. Um. Yeah, so there's been four different yellow jackets. Okay. Uh, Hank Pym, Rita Demara, Darren Cross, which is the one from the movie, right? Yeah. And Ultron. Ultron was yellow jacket. That's pretty Apparently. interesting. Never saw Let's that. Let's do Darren. Coming. Darren Cross. Is a fictional supervillain appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. He is the first enemy of Scott Lang and the cousin of Crossfire. A character is portrayed by Corey Stoll in the film Ant Man. So yeah, yeah, but, when, but but Scott Lang is like the second Ant Man. Correct. So wasn't Hank Pym the first Yellow Jacket? Yes, but they're, I just I just imagine that they're not doing that. Well, obviously, <laughs> right? <laughs> so why is that why is that hard to accept when there's so many other changes like that they can make Tony Stark this sarcastic ironic asshole and you don't care uh because I never was I, I don't know because I didn't really I didn't really get into Tony Stark until until after Robert Downey Jr. was portraying him that way when were you really into Ant-Man after Robert Downey Jr. portrayed Tony Stark and I started reading more Avenger books I know it doesn't make sense it's, not supposed to, it's, a, it's all imaginary <laughs> Let me feel what I feel, damn it. Okay, fine, fine, feel it. But I'm just saying that, like, I think within this, within this universe, the cinematic universe, I think it's it, it works just fine. Um, but I just think that there's not enough to him. Yeah, I agree. You know, and and even his motivations seem a little wonky, and I don't know. Yeah, it seems silly. He's just crazy. Yeah. Give us the goop gun. We'll take two million of them. Anyway, hey man, did you see the trailer for uh, Warcraft? I, I did, but you know, I, it's goofy as fuck, dude. It's goofy. I, I I had to turn it off halfway through. You had to tur- actually turn it off. Yeah, was I that just, offensive? No, no, not offensive. I just I was like I was like I don't care. Well, you couldn't even make it the three minutes. No, I think I got a That's... text message or something like halfway through it, and I was oh. like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. I, you know, and I was like, I'm just more interested in answering this text at the. <laughs> 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 and like I like the dude who plays the human because he's like uh, I think he's Ragnar in the um, in the Vikings TV show. He's pretty cool, but yeah, man, looks super goofy, super fucking goofy. And I, I you know, I don't, I've never played World of, War of Warcraft or whatever the fuck. Wow, I just, I don't know. Don't get me wrong, man. I like my share of video games, but I like playing them, going through the story, and then being done. You know, and I can pack that up and never have to play that again. So, uh, 
yeah, it's not really, not really like in War, War of Warcraft. So, all right, just want to get your opinion on that. Enough is, yeah. we wasted enough time with that. We wasted more time talking about than than actually you uh, invested in watching the trailer. That's so, true. Let's move on. Um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow director to Helm Gambit. This is like the fourth or fifth Gambit director that we've seen. Yes, I, this this is getting off on a wrong foot, isn't it? You know what, man? Like, I know Gambit's like one of your favorite characters. You know, I know you love yourself yeah. some Gambit. Love I, me some Gambit. I just, I don't think, I don't think it's going to. I, I just don't think he can carry his own movie. You know, I hate this. I hate to say that. I just yeah, don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you're entirely wrong. Yeah, I don't think you're entirely wrong. I think that. Um, I think that what would be smart. Well, see, what they're trying to do is they're trying to franchise him, so. They're trying to make him the next Wolverine. And you think? I think they've said it. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware um, of that. Yeah, like, because this is Hugh Jackman's last. Yes. So they're trying to, like, make Gambit the center of the X Men cinematic universe from here on out. And I, I think they've kind of written their doom with that a bit. Yeah. Maybe. Um, a little bit. I love Gambit, but Gambit it definitely isn't as popular as Wolverine. Like he never has been, he never will be. Um, and they they'd have to do something really cool with him in order to do that. And I don't know if I had that sort of faith in Fox um, or Marvel because they've never really been able to do it in the past. Yeah, there, there's some cool stuff to do with Gambit, you know, but to make him the linchpin of X Men. But see, I think that that's a problem with Marvel or with, with with Fox and Marvel, to be quite honest, is making Wolverine a linchpin. Like, there's enough characters in X-Men to make it a team-based movie and be fine. Like, to to the Avengers credit, like, you don't really feel like during either Avengers movie mm-hmm. that, you're, that you're watching Captain America and Friends or that you're watching Iron Man and Friends. Or, you know what I mean? Like, they all kind of get their moments. That's true. Like, you know, they, they bear the weight. Um, all those X-Men movies, with the exception of First Class, seem like, you know, Wolverine and Friends. Wolverine and Friends Part 2. Wolverine yep. and Friends Part 3. I think I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Um, I mean, there's I, I don't even think I can play devil's advocate with that just so we can fucking talk about it for five more <laughs> yeah. minutes. Well, I think, that, I think that the key might be to, like, uh, make this movie about establishing X-Men. Well, no, make this Gambit movie about Gambit finding his way to the X-Men. Um, and along that road, start establishing a relationship with Rogue. And so by the time that you introduce him into an X-Men movie proper, you've got all that shit laid down. I wonder if Daredevil can be the new, I mean, Daredevil, Jesus, Deadpool can be the new Wolverine. Oh, absolutely. But, but the problem is, 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 is doing a, uh, uh, X, you know, X-Men movie with, with him like that, you know? Like, because he doesn't have that kind of a relationship with the X-Men for good reason. Yeah. Like, it, if they were to do an X-Force movie based on that book that I let you hold that you're reading, that you're trying to read. God, I hate, read, I hate you. That you may one day read. Um, <laughs> like, if, if, they were, if they were to do a movie based on that, like, that's a great, great, great story. And there's there's movie stuff there. But a big part of that, and, you know, you know I'm not the one to jump on the Wolverine bandwagon. That's That shit's not in my DNA. Yeah. But a big part of that is Wolverine's relationship with Deadpool. Yeah, and Wolverine and Wolverine's relationship with uh, Psylocke, and like there's a lot to that book. But they they could do that that story, you know, and it would be great. But I don't, you know, I don't think they ever will. Cause... 
Yeah, I mean, I it seems like it seems like they finally got their act together right around the time when Hugh Jackman's done with his contract. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, Wolverine's gone from the comics too now, so um, and we don't know if and when he's coming back. Because right now, the new Wolverine is going to be X twenty three. So, right, but I mean, they haven't really followed the comics anyway, you know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, there, there's some, like Hugh Jackman um, really fucking hit the nail on the head with his portrayal of that of that character. It, it just something something was done right, and I don't know what when, when it was. I think it was X Men Two, maybe. Um, and X Men One wasn't bad. Um, I hate it. No, I'm talking about his 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 part of it. Oh, his yeah. You know, like. Wolverine Origins was dumb, but there was like there's certain parts that like I like that. Like there, there's a scene that scene when he's like in the bathroom, like he just got his adamantium, and like there's something about that scene he just keeps on like fucking shit up, you know. And it was interesting. It was an interesting look at it. Um, I think he was good in um really good in um what was it uh, Days of Future Past. I liked him in that. Yeah, you know, I like the the direction they they go, and it's funny, man. There's like, we can easily accept new Supermans, new Batmans, new whatever, new Spidermans, um, but I'm, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a some heartburn with a new Wolverine. Well, he, yes, you are. I'm gonna be okay with it. Yeah. Um, depending on what route they go, but like you know, he's been Wolverine now for like 15 years. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I think he's got the record, which is which is cool. You know, I, like I admire his commitment. But yeah. Like. Like, I think, like, uh, <clears throat> oh, boy. I feel like everything I say within the past couple of weeks <laughs> turns 30 people against me. <laughs> but here we go. What's a common denominator on that one, bud? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I should just shut the fuck up. Um, okay. Do you like Jack Nicholson's Joker? I do. Do you, is he your favorite Joker? No. That's how I feel with Wolverine, with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yeah. I like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. I like it just fine. I think it's fine. But that's not my favorite Wolverine. Ask me like, if Jack Nicholson's my favorite cinematic Joker. Now I kind of like want to say no. <laughs> but is he, is he your favorite cinematic Joker? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, what like... An impressive, huh? What an impressive answer that was. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like, this is going to go into a whole side argument that maybe we need to come back to because I would love to, to, to say the ins and outs of Joker. Um, Mark Hamill is my favorite Joker, hands down. Um, do you consider him to be a cinematic Joker? I do not consider him to be a cinematic Joker, but he's my favorite okay. Joker. Okay. But I, I want to I go back to that Jack Nicholson thing. But continue with your Hugh Jackman thing. So, like, I think it's just how... I think it's how, how one uh, internalizes their Wolverine, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my Wolverine doesn't have, like, perfectly defined muscle tone. Okay. Like, my Wolverine isn't six foot three. He's five foot three. Yeah. Or four foot nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like somewhere in that ballpark. Um, like, I imagine, like, in my head and, you know, from the comments, I've always imagined Wolverine to be, like, this little rough and tough brawler um, with, like, a, a voice that sounds like fucking sandpaper. Mm-hmm. And that's not the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. No. Um, 
and, and it's not to knock it either because I think he does a great job um, as Wolverine. Even in bad Wolverine movies or movies that are bad that have Wolverine in them, it's not because of him. Yeah, agreed. Um, but I just he's just not my favorite Wolverine. Um, I think that like uh, I think that Hardy would have made a good Wolverine. Yep. Uh, I mean that's the that's the rumor, but I mean maybe it's probably just speculation or wishful thinking. Yeah, but I I think he actually turned it down. Um, I don't think that's a bad idea for him. I don't either, and and I think that it's it's I think that there's a this I mean that's a really hard shoe to fill. Um, yeah. Because like, if they get somebody that's if they get my Wolverine, for instance, like if they get the comic accurate, short, stocky, brawling Wolverine, um, that looks like he lived on the boulevard for thirty years, mm-hmm. like it's gonna piss people off. Like I'm gonna love it. But the average layman is going to think it's silly. Like, look how short he is. Yeah. Look how, you know what I mean? But, but like, that is what? Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, it is the old school Wolverine. I agree with that, too. I mean, like, I I, I kind of prefer the the um, the Ultimate Universe Wolverine versus the traditional Wolverine. And the, and the reason being is, is that when the Ultimate stuff came out, I was like all in. I was like, cool. You know, I love Marvel comics. It was right when I was getting back into comics and I was like, all right, this is, this is something I can start from afresh. Like that was when that, you know, that was 10, 15 years ago. And the X-Men were all young again. It was just, it was starting out. And I did, I dug that Wolverine. I liked that Wolverine a little bit better. Like he was a fucking soldier. He didn't give two fucks. And I I think that the current Wolverine is a little bit of that. There's a little bit of, you know, Hugh Jackman is, is in there. Because there's a, there's a point that Wolverine lost his his adamantium. He lost adamantium for a decade in comics. When you know? Magneto took it from him? Yep. It, it was for a 10 years. That's and there's... Crazy. Huh? That's crazy to think about it. I know, it is. Like, for, for 10 years real life. Not 10 years in a comic book. I mean, like, he lost his adamantium when I was 15, and he got it back when I was 25. <laughs> and, like, I hated that. And then at one point, he became, like, this feral cat-like Wolverine. And I hated that even more. Like he he wore like this bandana over his eyes, and he just like all hairy and was hunched over like an animal. He was like more beastly than beast. Um, and at, at that point, I was like, oh, they just fucking that he Wolverine was such a cool character back in the day. They just fucking ruined him, you know. And I know that Jim Lee's your favorite artist, but for Wolverine, I think Willis Portacio was or was it Mark Silvestri? Who Mark did, Silvestri. Mark Silvestri. Yeah. yeah. There's something about his Wolverine. No, I'm with you on that. You know. Um. You know, not that Jim Lee isn't probably a technically better, better artist. Well, it's because of uh, Sylvester at the time, anyway. Sylvester's gotten very pretty in his older years, but like, yeah, at the time, like the amount of like hatchwork that Sylvester used, like on on his lines, like it just always made him look dirty as shit. Yeah, and like that was one of the things that that, that I think that the movies haven't really capitalized on is like, I mean, maybe it was me growing up in that era and reading Wolverine heavy during that area, but but like for me, like that that like. Like when I imagine Wolverine, like in his day to day life, like I imagine like in a white trash town, like where yeah. everybody knows everybody, and you know what I mean. Oh, there's 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 Scooter. Scooter works down the fishing plant, and there's you know what I mean. Like like that's how I imagine it. Like like I imagine that he, that he goes into the same bar all the time. 
and yeah. the people there know him in that bar, and they don't yeah. mess with him. And they also know Sabretooth, and they know him from also frequenting that bar from time to time. Do you know what I mean? Like, is, is Sabretooth and Wolverine are they brothers now, or are they not brothers? I, I can't, I can't keep track of it. Yeah, I, see, that's that's the other beef that I have with it. Just, it's just so much. I loved yeah. uh, when 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 it was father and son. That was my favorite. Yeah, I I like that too. But I, I think I get e- easily dismissed that they did a DNA test. Like I remember that like they were in a helicopter. And like she was like, nope, whoever, you know, I think it was Miranda Hill or somebody. No, I don't think it was her, but it, it doesn't matter. Um, I, never I, I don't. I think it was Wolverine forty four or something, somewhere around there. And they're both in a bar in yeah. a town. They're not fighting. They're just there. Yeah. And uh, Sabretooth says something to Wolverine, and Wolverine was like, you know, fuck off. And the lady was like, look, you know, I'm not trying to get in anybody's business. But to speak to that man that way, especially when he's your whatever, never mind. And then Wolverine like loses his shit, and he's like, "He's my what? He's my what? What are you to me?" And uh, and Sabretooth like jumps up from the bar and like attacks him. He's like, "Don't you know, Logan boy? Yeah. I'm your ever loving daddy, dearest." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. You know, like I I I I'll always remember that moment. Like I always remember that. Like oh shit! Like I got to get on the phone and tell my friends. Like Sabretooth and Wolverine are father and son. But now I think they are brothers now that they did that from the Wolverine Origins. Yeah. Yeah, because he was his mom was sleeping with the the help. Sleeping um, with the help. Yeah. And Logan was the name of their father because his name was John. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was maybe it wasn't. It is, I don't know. It isn't. And I never read. That. I never read the second Origins. Book. I I, I don't think I did either. I have to go back. Maybe that's my homework for this week. So, but I don't know, man. I I, I don't know who is going to be a good Wolverine. I don't know if um, Tom Hardy can do it. Like, I don't know if I like that, even if he wanted to do it. Um, I do want to see that movie when he's like, he plays the twin uh, English gangsters. You saw previews for that? No. Yeah, it looks interesting. It's like back in like the 1920s or something in London. Is Hardy that we're talking about? Yeah, Hardy. He plays like the two. Like, it's like based on like real events. Like these two British brothers. They were oh, gangsters. Cool. He, he's an he's an amazing actor. He is. He is. I just don't. I don't know if I can have him be my Wolverine. I'm. I, he just. I can't have Bane be Wolverine. I know that's fucked up. I can have Greenlander be Deadpool. That's all right. See, I'm that seems like that. much more of a stretch. I know it does. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this know? is a the, the name of this episode. Be like, Adam doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Adam's. Hey man, don't judge my don't judge my kink. <laughs> Yeah, Adam's kink. Yeah, uh, uh, but but yeah, I, I don't know. I think that um, because I think I I don't think that Hardy's that big of a guy either. Like, like tall wise. I think yeah, Hugh Jackman's like, a tall dude. Yeah, he's very tall. Like he's like abnormally tall. Back in the day, like if you watch like the first X Men movie, yeah. Um, like it was like that Gandalf and Bilbo Baggins shit. You know what I mean? Like they were trying was, like, to make him look shorter. They were trying to make him look shorter. Like if if you look at how they they keep him in frame and stuff, they weren't trying to make him look as short as he is in the comics. Yeah, but they definitely weren't trying to show that he's like six eleven or whatever he is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he got big as shit too, so he probably literally got taller. You know? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like if if you start working out a lot, you will get a little bit taller. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that was the that, that was the case though. You know I'm, what I'm saying? Like I, I think that like he was like he, he was always abnormally tall. You know I mean he's not abnormally tall. I mean six three is not that tall. He was always far taller than average. Maybe. And Maybe that one. they they downplayed it in like the first 
X-Men movie, maybe the second one. But, like, by the time you watch Days of Future Past, like, they just have him standing next to regular people looking like a giant from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't need a short Wolverine. Yeah, I do. Yeah. As, as we established. Yep. So, I don't know, man. I don't know who, who his, heir, his successor is going to be. I, I like I I love like that little like he's like a little badger, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a little like, badger. Yeah, like he just like like he will climb up your ass and fuck you up. Like a little wolverine. Like a little wolverine. Okay. And then now we're now we come back full circle. Now it's um, what uh, do we have any ideas of what actors could play him? I don't know. Um, you got it. Who? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Absolutely, that is the one man that can do it. <laughs> Ah, uh, dude, that'd be so funny, so funny. <laughs> anyway, let's dude, let's I, keep let's keep on moving on. Yeah, let's keep, let's keep on um, moving on. I don't know what else you got. I want to talk about. I want to go back to the Jack Nicholson Joker thing. Okay, go for it. Um, it's not like that original Batman '89 movie, <clears throat> which you know is probably the single movie I've watched more times than anything else. Um, and it's not by, it, it probably isn't by choice as much as I own, I own that movie. I didn't own Star Wars or anything else. And I would literally watch that movie, you know, over and over again when I was a kid. You sure. know, just hit the, you know the, the only time spent not watching that movie is the time the fucking VHS had to record, I had to rewind, sure. you know, um, to the point where I know all the dialogue of that movie by heart. I can sit there and just repeat the dialogue, um, which my wife can't watch that movie with me because I can't help but doing that. And, but like, Looking back at it, there's been a lot of changes to Batman's character that is not well represented in that show. Um, even though it has aged, it's still a solid movie. You know, we, we watched it uh, a little while ago, and it, you know, it's still freaking awesome. Um, but uh, Jack Nicholson, I think, did an awesome job in that, and he was an interesting Joker. And I, you know, I don't, I. I can't, um, and not that I don't like Heath Ledger's Joker, and it's kind of like, you know, I don't want to pick my favorite. Like, it wasn't so much of the total in-depth look at the Joker and Heath Ledger performance. It was like, like, like the character. It, it wasn't so much as how the Joker was written in that movie, in Dark Knight, that makes me love that Joker. It was his performance and how he made it his own. Like, he, he somehow tapped into the craziness that is an encompassing spirit of, of Joker and was able to do something with it that was amazing. Um, and I do think, too, that, that a lot of his death, you know, like, we can't we can't unsee his performance without thinking to ourselves, but man, this guy gave his fucking life to this performance. You know what I mean? I think that carries weight, you know? Um, you know, do, do, you, do you feel what I'm saying on that one? I do, but I disagree. Okay. I I I think that people say that. Like I get into that that argument with Oscar all the time. Like, okay. Uh, like Oscar's a big proponent. I don't think that I don't think that people. No, let me let me clarify. I don't think that makes his performance better than it is. Like I don't think people are giving him false props because he died. Um, I, what I'm saying is is that you can tell how hard that he worked on that, and that probably ended up to why he was misusing sleeping pills or whatever the hell that happened. That. Oh that, yeah. 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 Yes, you know, um, I don't think that you know people are giving. I think he deserved his Oscar. Yes, you know absolutely. But going back to Jack Nicholson's you know portrayal, there is something about that Joker that will always still be Joker to me, uh, cinematically speaking. 
And I hope that Jared Leto can kind of tap a little bit of little bit of Jack Nicholson, can tap a little bit of of uh, Heath Ledger, and be respectful, but still be his own Joker. Like, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, there's just like there's certain there, there's that one scene where you know Joker used the buzzer to kill that guy, and he's you know you know your friends. Maybe we should give him another chance. No, kill him now. Okay, you've always been a vicious bastard, Vitelli, and I'm glad you're dead. You know that like that's there's a scene there when he's like you know dotting his face and wiping off the the the, the skin makeup, and like the the horns kind of come in, and Danny Elfman's kind of he gets this really good eerie feel that I think that I personally believe that like Hans Zimmer kind of captured that and brought that to the Dark Knight. There's that one scene when he's talking to himself that I, I feel like is echoed in some of the scenes with the Joker in the Dark Knight. Um, that's like, God, this guy's fucking batshit crazy, you know? And like little things of him, like, you know, uh, cutting the pictures and, you know, and, you know, with Bob and whatever, and the theatricalness of him, that is Joker, that I don't think you can do. It needs to be done with Joker, because that's what Joker would do, but it's hard to do and make it serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But I think, I think Nicholson pulled it off. They did a phenomenal job. Yeah, well, I think it also that, like, at the same time, though, I think that it lends itself to a Burton-type film. Yes, absolutely. You know, like, like Burton sets this, like, you know, like, it's not reality. You, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I think, so I think it's easier for a Jack Nicholson Joker to exist in that world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Than it would be to exist in a, a, a Nolan or a Snyder world. My biggest regret with... Jack, there's a couple things that, that I don't like about Nicholson's Joker. Um, I don't like the fact that he died. Yeah, I hate that. And I don't like the fact of him at the, like that very last, like, you know, you killed my, you made, you made me, you idiot, you made me. You dropped me in that vat of chemicals. I don't like that pleading and rationalization. Yeah, I don't either. I, like I that, don't that's, like, that's, that's like, I don't like that they, that, I don't like the, any of the making of bits. Like, I don't like that. Batman made me, and I made Batman, and you know, isn't you know, that ironic? What's he got to do? You know, you got to say I made you and made you would hit a guy with glasses now, would you? You know, yeah. like that whole that whole bit, um, like really, I like, tore away from where it was. I mean, I, I kind of feel like, man, I don't know. I mean, when when did the Killing Joke come out? What year did it come out? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I'll, I'll research. Keep talking. Okay. There's just there's there's certain key. Um, Joker storylines that I think capture different aspects of how people, you know, portray the Joker or, or, you know, bring the, the readers in to really admire his character. And there was one guy that said something, and I'll, and I'll never forget this, and I think we said about it on the on the podcast, like, the Joker is so terrifying because he's the kind of guy that would kill you because your shoelaces are untied. Yeah. At the same time, he might give you $100. Right. You know, I mean, that, that like, that's like, that's such a wide range of fucking super crazy that you just really can't, you know, wrap your your mind around. 1988. Um, 1988. So, so that came out right before. Yep. The Batman, but I, but you know, it probably didn't have that much with the writing of it because I'm sure that was in production before that right. came out. Right. So, uh, because I do find I do find similarities with that Joker and, and with uh, and with uh, the Joker from J- Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah. So. And uh, I I kind of feel that this new Joker is gonna is gonna knock our socks off. Do you? I do. I think it's. I I think that it's it's gonna it's gonna do it in a way that you don't feel like you're betraying. You know Heath Ledger's Heath Ledger's Joker. 
um, but at the same time, you're ready to embrace what's new. You know, hmm. I, I am. I think he's gonna be fucking awesome. So, I, I'm very confident in it. You know. Yeah. It's. I feel like I'm in a tribe, and you know, the the king has been slayed or the chieftain has been slayed for whatever reason, and the new chieftain came in, and nobody wants to challenge him. Like it's, it's the tribe's right to challenge him, and everybody's like, <laughs> "Yeah, makes sense." Right. Where where, where where we go next, boss? Like that's how I feel about him. Yeah, so. I hope so, man. Like uh, I'm I'm on board. But you, you know what's funny is like. Uh, you know, we had that. Didn't we have the discussion? Like, if you had a gun to your head, you could only see Batman vs Superman or Star Wars or Star Wars, and is it, change, said, is it changing for you? It's changing for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, uh, like this thing has got me by the hooks. Like, I can feel this shit in my soul. Star Wars does. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Uh, possible. I'm gonna love it. It's gonna be my favorite. It's gonna be my favorite movie of all time, and you're gonna fucking hate it. That's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. God damn it! <laughs> it's possible. Uh, I mean, like, like let's let's have that conversation. Here's some here's some you know, uh, look past the curtain. You know, what do you think you and I's liking of this movie is gonna be? Do you think we're both gonna be like thumbs up, or do you think it's more likely we're, one of us is gonna be thumbs up and one of us is gonna be thumbs down? I think that we're both gonna like it. Um, okay. Like I think equally? I think it'll be one of those typical Bobby Adams scenarios. Okay. Do tell. We're I forget both, sometimes. Okay, we're both going to like it. Yes. But <laughs> there are going to be some things that annoy you. Yep. And some things that annoy me. Yep. The things that annoy me won't bother love. you. <laughs> the things that annoy you won't bother me. And we're going to argue about them. Yeah, but we yeah. will. We will. Well, now here's the, here's the kicker, though. We're, we're gonna not going to argue disagree. about all of them. Yeah. There's just going to be a few of the things that irritate me that you not only are not irritated by, but like a lot. Yep. And vice versa. Yeah. And, but where we will find common ground is in what we love. I, I concur. <laughs> I, I, dude, I'm, I'm scared, man. I know. So I'm scared. Am I. So am I. So I, I did see a funny meme the other day. It was like, yeah, it was, what's his face from, um, Office Space. Yeah, could you uh not start World War Three before Batman and Superman are released? That'd yeah, be great. no kidding, no kidding. Uh, should we say something about that? I don't know. I don't really feel like it necessarily relates, other than you know what I mean to 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 the people in Paris. You know, like I definitely you know tip my hat to you and yeah, wish you the uh, best. Wish you sorry, the best. sorry for for your loss. It's a tragedy. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, man, it does fucking suck. I don't know. Back to pretend shit. Yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, if you want to get into some shit with it, like, yes, <laughs> yes. My thing is, is that like, sometimes it's hard being who we are. Yeah. You know, like, um, you 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 have to take all of what makes us who we are into account. And I think that that makes living in this world with this type of problem extremely confusing. I don't want I don't want to sound cliche, but I feel like sometimes it's like this is why the terrorists win because we are so fucking divided about this. Not per se you and I, right? But it's like 
the conversation I have I have seen like conversations in my group of friends. Yeah, same as I. Um, and it's like it's getting damn near, you know, hateful. Like like, damn, I might never see that guy again. And like some shit was said, and you know, in groups of friends, and he checked out, and like, oh, okay, and like, you know, the relationship's over before it started, type of thing. And, I, and I've seen some other people, you know, post some shit on Facebook, and like, I, I I'm so tempted to jump in and engage, and I'm like, no, nope, you know what? It's all right for them to have their feeling. They yep. have a feeling, you know, this shit is mean, you know, is is activating something else. This is this is how they're venting about that. Whether it's constructive or destructive, it's not my place to you know fucking try to figure it out for him. Um, but I've seen a lot of shit go, you know. I go think by. that like I think that a big. I mean, I hate to, like I don't know. I don't know like I don't, as much as I use social media for like all of the projects that I do and you do and we do yeah, and whatever. Yeah. I I hate to make these sorts of statements, but like, dude, I don't know if we are ready for this shit. What social media? Yes. Oh, absolutely. We are not. And like, I've been having this argument with you forever. <laughs> like, like I, I just see like the amount of information now that social media has become in some somehow it used to be about jokes and updates about you. Yeah. And now it's become like a news source and a a place to put your opinions. Yeah. And that's happened like within the last two to three years. I feel like. <sighs> I. I... I think it's dangerous I do that a child feels that they have a hundred thousand followers, you know, or a million fans, um, or that they can tweet. It's, I mean, it's, it's some, it's some shit that is, it's some fucked up, you know? And I don't, I don't think that we're psychologically ready for it. I mean, I definitely don't think my generation is, um, and I don't think that my generation is prepared to teach the next generation how to maintain that or how to properly use it. I mean, it's like, can you imagine if you gave a caveman a lightsaber? Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. Or right. like a right. nuclear bomb. Right. You know, <clears throat> I mean, they'd be blowing shit up all the fucking time, just stabbing shit, stabbing each other. You know, it's just like not ready, not ready. Right. So. I don't yeah, know, I man. just. Like I see, like a for instance, like just as an example, right? Um, I I was scrolling through my newsfeed and there was a friend of mine, and he's a he's a he's a pal, you know, yeah. like he, he's a buddy, um, and he shared a picture that was that was put up by someone else to make a point, um, and this picture was a uh, was a picture of a a white female. Okay. Uh, she's a model. Okay. And she was modeling for Chanel. Okay, and she had a, uh, a a tight looking cap on her head that looks like you know like a, a do rag quote unquote. Okay, and the little blurb was, you know, look how bad they want to uh, steal from our culture, where they're now even wearing something, you know like this and trying to turn it into high fashion and charge a couple hundred bucks for it or whatever Chanel does. Right. Okay. Um, I, so I guess I, he's referring to African American culture. I, I would guess so. I, he okay. didn't make, he didn't make the statement. He okay. shared this gotcha. picture. Gotcha. Um, and the picture came with a blurb on it. Gotcha. 
So like I was looking at it and I was just like, I was like, if my first thought was that does seem silly, uh, like, cause you and I have talked about fashion before and like, I have more respect for it than you do. Although I'm not really into fashion, yeah. but I have more respect from it from like an artistic standpoint, I think than you do. Yeah. And, I think it's all bullshit. Right. And I think that there's like, you know, I think that, that clothes designing is art. I think that the prices and stuff like that that are assimilated I, with it and where it puts you in society, that's a totally different thing. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that it's art. The, the best way we can explain our, our difference, I think this is important, there's a scene in the movie The Devil Wears Prada right. where, um, you know, uh, what's, her, what's her name? Glenn Close? Yes. Glenn Close makes a statement to... Or Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, I'm sorry. Um, makes a statement to Catwoman, who <laughs> sneers at a comment about about um, the color of something and how silly everybody's being about it. And she's like, "Well, that shirt you wear that you got off a diamond, you know, Walmart sale rack was first designed by so and so, and it came out in the fall, you know, whatever, and blah 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 blah." And and like anyway, you you feel that like Meryl Streep like puts her in her place no. to like. Well, to an extent, and, you and feel shoot. you feel like it's so. That means it's all bullshit from the. Well, like, but that was your. I tell you what. Why don't you explain your point of view? Well, and that, that's, I'll explain that mine. you. You when you. Well, the reason I say that is that you use that. You use that specifically to with me as an example of why you think the fashion, like why you you think the fashion shit has some truth to it, and you know is is a big deal because <clears> the way <throat> she expressed it, and like that very same example. Like, when I watched it, I came away with it, like, yeah, it makes me feel like it's even more BS, you know, like, that one scene. If you know that scene, it'll give you a point of reference, but continue. Like, I just, I well, just yeah, think... So, so you, you, explain why you think it's bullshit, and I'll, I'll explain why I think it's... As um, I, like, I just think that, like, fashion itself, if, if, if you look through, you know, historically, how ridiculous it look. I mean, even in our own lifetime, I look yeah. back at what I wore when I was in fucking high school, and I'm embarrassed by it, you know? Like, but back then, you feel like it's, it's so good, because... Ultimately, I think that human beings, you know, need to read other human beings' responses to, to their outward appearance. And, and like this has been th- – there's like some new science coming out of this, like to, to feel like we no, need – No, but specifically about that statement. Um, I, I, specifically about her statement because I, I think I – don't, I don't think that she expressed anything that isn't bullshit. You know, right, like, but why is it bullshit is what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. I don't know what. what well, when it. we first talked about it, what you said was, is that so these people that are paying for high end items, mm-hmm. um, on the whatever, and then a couple years later, it's common shit that you can just buy off a rack, so you can stay a year behind the curve that nobody's wearing when the curve starts. So it doesn't it doesn't matter because then you can wear it at an affordable price, and get it off the Walmart rack as opposed to the $2,000 Chanel sweater or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I, and I agree with you, but, but the reason why I say it has merit is because it's creating that trend. Okay. And that's, 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 that's where we differ on that. Yeah. But, but but what I'm saying, and now I forgot what the fucking original point was. About, about clothing being bullshit. I don't know. No. Why did we get here? (laughs) I have no idea. God damn it, pause it real quick, let's find out. <laughs> so I remember now how we got here. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say that. I do too. <laughs> so continue, anyway. Continue so anyway, your point. So yes, and, 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 and the, like that's where I, like I was like, man, like, 
you know, like I, I understand that fashion does this and that sometimes it reverses where it takes street culture or whatever and then uh, affiliates it into high end culture, blah, blah, blah. So, or high end fashion, I should say. That was, that was, <laughs> I didn't mean I, that. I, I, I agree that. I, I agree with what you're saying there. Okay. So, um, but I was still like, this seems extreme. Okay. This doesn't seem right. Okay. So I Googled it and the story came right up. Pictures were released of it, and people ran with it. But what it was, was these fucking high-end hair designers came in and did these models' hair, and then they had to transport these models from the place where they had their hair done to the hallway, and they gave them those hats so the hair would stay in place until they got there. Chanel is not designing any hat that looks like that, and it has no intention of presenting them on the runway. That's funny. But it was to- totally misinterpreted yeah. and then sold as fact. Yeah. Well, as a lot of things are nowadays. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. that's 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 where I feel like the problem is. Yeah. Because um, yeah. you know why? It gets clickbait hits. Exactly. Somebody monetizes on this, you know, on that sense. Bullshit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's why we're not grown up enough because we we can't like. We can't, we, we, can't, we can't make that distinction in our head of something doesn't seem quite right. Let me make sure. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and the funny thing is it's so, it's so quick to do nowadays, but right. we're just assuming that somebody already did it and the facts are correct because we're used to anything being on TV being the truth. You know, and we haven't we, – Ironically we've, enough. We'll, we've lost our skepticalness about stuff. And I'm a victim of it all the time, man. I'm the first one that, that like, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day. And I was really getting in the groove. It was Joe Rogan podcast and getting in the groove like, oh, wow, this guy's talking some shit. And the guy had to go to the bathroom. And when the guy went to the bathroom, he had to go to the bathroom a couple of times. Joe, Joe was like, man, this guy's like full of shit. And like, you know, sometimes he goes this this like logical way and then he throws this curveball. I think he's just trolling me. And like, uh, and he talked, and like, and he, he called the guy out on it. That's what I love. One thing I love about a show, he's not going to let somebody come in there and, and just perpetrate bullshit. Um, and of course, the guy defended himself. And then later, like another episode, he talked about the guy, and he's like, "Oh yeah, a lot of that stuff." He just kept on saying it's bullshit. But like, if Joe didn't have like the the you know strength of character to question that, and just and just was polite and like, "Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, of course." Like I would have walked away from that fucking fe- feeling like whatever that guy said was absolute fact. Right. You right, know what right. I mean? And then I would have pontificated more of his bullshit Ooh. to somebody else. You know? Somebody's been playing words with friends. I, I can't spell, so no, I have not been playing words with friends. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I, I'm like, I, I'll write something and like leave letters off and switch letters and like look at it a thousand times and I realize it was the wrong thing. So whatever. Continue though. Continue with with this. Did, so did you bring that up with your friend? Who, yeah, I just I made a, I made a comment. I was just like I was just like I was like that I was like that's not I was like this is not a true statement and I just left the link for the for the article. Yeah. Um. And Snoop, I, I, you snooped I, it. I heard nothing back. Snoops, Snoops. No, Snoops. I didn't even. I just, I just, I, I. Should. No, I'm saying like you, like you, right? Like yeah, what they yeah, do. Yeah, I should, yeah. but I, should, I, you know, I should have used that as a resource. But I, I really, I just, I mean, it didn't take much. Like I put in, uh, Chanel starts, and like the first thing that came up was selling do rags. Nice. Um, and then that was the article about it. And and it's it's not that I'm trying to like I'm going to defend Chanel. Yeah. Um, like you know I don't give a shit, but you were just but, curious. But yeah, it just didn't seem right. Yeah. You know, like like. 
And if it did, if if it was the truth, I mean, my wife is 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 like a, a she's she's into high end fashion. She follows it. She appreciates it a, a lot. So like, if it was the truth, like I was gonna send it to my wife and be like, ah, look at this. You're gonna yeah. get yourself a do rag, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, but, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's just there. There was a there. There's a um. Who's the guy that was in King of Queens? Uh, Kevin guy? Kevin James, right? I don't know names. All right, I think it's Kevin James, um, who I heard is an asshole in real life. I don't know. If really? He's, maybe maybe true. I don't know. Well, then like, I'm again, bad. I called him the fat guy. I, again, I don't know, and it's something I read someplace. Didn't back up my research at all. Could be a, a nice, sure. lovely human being. Could be an you know? asshole. Could be pleasantly plump. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, uh, there's a scene in this movie that he did, which is good. Good family movie. I would suggest it. Um, some of the it's you know come out of Adam Sandler's um, camp. It's called Zookeeper. Like he can like talk to animals. Oh, I saw it. I saw it. Okay, but there's that one scene where his like supermodel ex girlfriend that comes back into his life, and they're at some fashion show, and he starts making fun of like the fashion guy and all of a sudden he was like, he was cool. You know what I mean? Like the fashion guy was saying something you know, weird and he just kind of turned around on him and all of a sudden he was the cool guy because he turned it around on him and it was just, you know, some bullshit. Uh-huh. And, um, it was just one of those things like, yeah, man, fucking fashion bullshit, man. Fucking pompous assholes who just wake up one day and decide they're going to make something popular because they want to make it popular. You know? I don't know, man. I mean, well, I definitely. A, I mean, I like. I definitely. I'm not. I mean, I talk about fashion being a respectable thing. It's, it has nothing to do with them personally. Do you know what I mean? Like, a lot. A lot of these people are dicks. It seems like in there. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you know, like some. And some of them are. And it's just like anything else, right? Like, there's there's probably people that that are that are really into the art side of it and really into the, the design aspect of it. And yeah. then there are some people that are just you know, trying to make a million. Or, and don't don't get me wrong, man. I, I, I Aesthetics. There's like science behind it. I get it. You know what I mean? I do. But like, there was that one Ali G one where like Ali G was Bruno and he was talking oh, yeah. to, and he was talking to like one of those designers and he was like, he was like, you know, like it really seems like you know your fashion is really trying to represent the poor man, and 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 they're like, oh, it absolutely is. We really wanted to tap into that lower economic struggle, that that strife. But it also really seems like your fashion is like really for like the very expensive, like high aristocratic type man. Like, yeah, well, we really wanted to tap into like the rich people and like their way of life. You know what I mean? It was yeah, just, it, yeah. This guy was utterly just saying whatever. You know, exactly. So, so easily led led to whatever exactly. But, but like, but but I don't think that they are all like that. And like, I I, I just I just you know I I, I acknowledge. Uh, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like trade, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like that's a like that's a trade of sorts. Like you're 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 a tailor. Yeah. You yeah. know. I mean, I, I get I get that. It's it it's the it's the uh, snobby artistic type bullshit. Yeah. It's, gives me it's it's the same thing with like modern art. You know what I mean? Like you're not fucking Rembrandt or you Alex know? Ross. You're not. You know what I'm saying? You know, just you're you're throwing. Like, there's a guy that yells at yellow paint, and that's like what, that's his thing. He like yells at yellow paint when he when he's painting, and of course it makes it worth a bunch of money, or somebody you know, painting, painting something with shit just to, just to like literal feces just to be provocative, you know like there's so much symbolism here in me painting shit over the Virgin Mary. Actually, you know? actually, that's not that. What's that? That's not how that situation went down. Oh, okay. Let me let me explain that real quick because I I got into an argument one time with someone. You snooped this as well? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody, somebody actually snooped me. Okay. Okay. So here is the situation. 
the, this that was actually done by an African artist. Okay. They um he was from this tribe or what I don't I say tribe that's racist of me I'm not sure if it was a tribe but it was it was from an area of Africa. it's not racist of you everybody, everybody knows what you meant okay. you weren't so trying to be racist it, so it's from um it's from this area of Africa and, and it was it was it was extremely impoverished and the they had these missionaries come in and these missionaries spread to them the word of the gospels or what have you and this particular artist fell in love with Christianity okay. like became like you know, like jumped in with both feet full okay. on. I love Jesus. I love, I love the whole bit. I'm, I'm sold. Right. Yeah. If they had Jesus SH fig wars for it, he would have pre-ordered them. 10, four copy. And, uh, so he painted this picture of the Virgin Mary and then he put elephant dung, I think on it. I think it was elephant shit, but he did that because this area of Africa, this, and I want to say the tribe that he belongs to did that as a, uh, as a tradition to all things they cherished. Okay. Okay. I hear that. Right? Right. But the reason it made fucking national news is because some jackass art fucker was like, this has so much meaning, the fact that he put the elephant shit on there because it, it really, you know, depicts on how, you know, Christianity is poop. You know, like, like somebody well, see, someplace I think, pushed see, I disagree, that shit. I disagree. I think that it made such national news because some fucking news journalist somewhere was like oh well look at this uppity artist that thinks they can smear shit on my virgin mary and get away with it not in idaho buddy maybe maybe possible it's possible i haven't checked the facts and haven't vetted the story so i have no idea nor i <laughs> let's let's just contribute to the problem said the solution <laughs> hey man <laughs> that's what dad did so america does it and by well golly so it's worked pretty well so far <laughs> Where are we at time-wise? Uh, we're at the two-hour mark, Let's so I think we're good. We'll wrap it up here, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Uh, check out uh, our other podcasts, Shattercast Uncut and Beer and Boulders 40K, which I recorded an episode last yesterday, last week. I saw that. Um, and it will be populating here soon. I haven't published it yet. No, but I know I saw I saw in the chat. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, your favorite monthly 40K podcast and your favorite weekly Transformer podcast. Sounds good. And uh, we'll be back here real soon. Um, where can everybody go to find us? Uh, they don't need to because they're listening to us right now. Boom. <laughs> Think fast. about it. Just blew your mind. Nerd Rage Radio and on Facebook with Screaming Face and Nerd Rage Cast on Twitter. And hopefully uh, the sound quality is better. We haven't got any more complaints. I think no, we I figured think it out. I think we're good to go now. Sweet. It's about these technical difficulties. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Remember, great tits. Tight dick player. <laughs>